with episode 10 of Believe It. Again, can we believe that 10 episodes of this rejected podcast? <laughs> yourself, my guy. <laughs> anyways, anyways, let's try that again. Uh, host Turtle. We got the co-host on the top this time, Tipsy. We got Corn down there and holding down the bottom floor. And our wonderful, wonderful <laughs> rejection, our wonderful guest today is Vengeful Jedi. Jedi, welcome. Welcome aboard. How's it going? Pretty good. Going pretty good? All right. Uh, we will go ahead and... Otto, since you are actually down there being active, can you do the explanation point Jedi for me? And let's shout out and show his links so that you can check out his streams. Maybe. Thank you. There is... Jedi's links if you want to go check out his stuff. He is a fellow streamer. I've checked into quite a few of his streams and he did a 24 hour there a couple weeks ago. How'd that go? I got to see I got to see a good bit of it. But I forget. I think you were just doing it just chatting whenever I logged off or I, no, you moved into Skyrim. You moved into Skyrim whenever I went to bed. How'd that finish off? I ended uh, just shy of 18 hours. Oh, no, you didn't make it? I did not make it. I, I, I tried. I just, it, it just got to one of those points where exhaustion had just set into the point that it was starting to hurt. And I was like, it. I remember. Almost now, two years ago, whenever I did my first 24-hour, and, and the only one I've done so far, and I got one coming up because of these lovely motherfuckers. Watch uh, your chat, my guy. Watch my chat. I can barely hear Jedi? Okay. I gotta turn off my TV back here. Whoop. I just thought I'd throw that out there because I know sometimes you'd be lacking on that. I do it too when I'm playing games. Barely hear Jedi. <laughs> um... Maybe he's got cranking his mic up on his end a little bit. Oh, uh, or let me turn. Let me actually turn. Let me actually turn Jedi up. Don't switch. Turn Jedi up. Well, I would say I was still having a little bit too, but then again, my ears are like like sensitive in, so I started toning it in. Okay, there we go. You know I'm saying so. I probably didn't even think anything of it. Okay, there we go. I turned Jedi up, and my mixer is now slightly blowing my ears out. But uh, anyways, on my first 24-hour there, I think around like 16 to 17, I feel like I went into autopilot. Did you, did you feel that at any point, just feeling like you were going into autopilot? I was starting to, but I had a... Oh, I had enough caffeine and shit that it was just, well, I had taken my Adderall later in the day instead of like first thing in the morning. So I still had some, I still had some kind of uh, focus and activity. And until I started getting that crash around like 4 a.m., <laughs> Yeah, so my plan for mine coming up is going to be uh, we're going to be doing the podcast for the first so many hours because I'm going to be doing it Friday into Saturday. So it's going to be a podcast for the first 
I think we go about two and a half to three hours generally, almost four sometimes. Okay. And then it's just going to go straight to gaming. Um, I don't know what yet. I know that I'm planning on doing Shredder's Revenge for a couple hours. Um, we're actually going to play that tomorrow night as well because I want to do a first playthrough because Otto wants to play it. Corn's already played it. And I, I haven't even touched it. I just, I, haven't, I just got it the other night and I still haven't touched it. But so it'll be that. And then I don't know. But also, because we hit a certain part of the sub goal as well, I'm going to go ahead. I, I'm cosplaying for it. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Obito Uchiha. I'm going to do um, the war one. So the white mask with the Renegon and Sharigon from Naruto. It's going to be great. Uh, which, by the way, I do still need to, I did not find a filler list for first part of Naruto, but I do have one to send you for Shippuden if you're still interested in watching that anime. Um, but Jedi, where did you come up with the name? Because I, I was very much intrigued as soon as uh, One Way actually recommended you to come onto the podcast. I'm guessing, of course, the very obvious answer, but I want to hear actually where it came from. Alcohol. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Let's go. No, back on, uh, back when I was just a console player back in the day on the Xbox, uh, I actually had a different gamer. And uh, it was uh, Jedi Master CLT. And uh, CLT are my initials. And, well, you know, the, you know, immature little 12-year-olds want to add an eye in there. And, you know, I was just getting tired of the uh, references to female anatomy. So one night I was really drunk and I just got sick of hearing it. And I was a huge fan of the uh, banded, uh, the old expanded Star Wars universe. Before Disney took over and killed it. Oh, but uh, there was uh, there was sort of a feeling of wanting to uh, take revenge, and one there was a really big thing in the old books and whatnot of gray Jedi. Okay, and they don't the gray Jedi didn't fully follow the Sith or the. Uh, or the Jedi, they didn't fully devote themselves to either path. They just kind of did neutral, them. neutral, and, kind of. Yeah, and they could take revenge if they wanted. They could, you know, if you know if they felt justified or whatever. And that was just kind of where it, where it came from. Because I I was like, you know what? I've got ten bucks. Fuck it, I'll change my. <laughs> I remember those days. I very much like it. Like, and the logo, which, of course, Kari? Um, no, random guy on Fiverr. Because this was before I, uh, I think this was before I knew that Kari was a. Okay. When I got it, when I got it done, I had just met her she had just been in my uh like she had just been in my streams a few times i'll never i'll never forget the first time she popped into my stream because i pronounced her name 
correctly. And she's like, holy shit, you're the first streamer who ever got it right. <laughs> I get where that one be tricky. I had to like double look at it the first time I seen it too. Yeah, and I'm sure if I look back, I I was probably a squinting at it to make sure. <laughs> Ariana, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Oh, so actually, I've been thinking of it wrong, too. Okay. Well, I'm glad that she's never heard me do that. Um, <laughs> Were you saying Anna? No, I was saying uh, Karina. Well, he just outed himself on. Yeah, that's okay. Actually, I knew I knew a Karina. Um, we worked together at the time, and that's actually how I was able to get her name right. Okay. Kari just has that other A in, added in there. So I just I just pronounced it the same with the other A in it. Kariana, was, she was like, I was like, hey, cool, got it right. Yeah, I've just always stuck with just saying Kari because I've been staying away from saying that out loud. And now I fucked myself. <laughs> Sorry, Kari. That's all, I, that's all I call her now. I think it's pro- that's probably... Uh, Got a cat cam? Yeah, I, I saw. I'll probably I'll have to get that later because right now both cats are hiding. If I'm correct, let me flashlight around and see if any of them are actually being. Yeah, one is sleeping up on the tower and will claw me if I try to grab her. And the other is fast as fuck, boy. And not gonna do it. I will get you later though. Um Astro, don't worry. I will get it. I will do it. Um, but Jedi, of your um, so actually, what got you started? Like, so actually, first question should be, what got you started as far as content creating? Was it the uh, was it the podcast or was it like streaming? Uh, it was podcast. Podcasting. I knew streaming existed. Because it was back in like 2014 when I first started podcasting. So I knew streaming was a thing. I just didn't know enough of it. And I didn't really have a solid enough computer set up to do something like that. And uh, my buddy Jackson went to school for broadcasting and had done podcasts and things like that before. And just asked if I wanted to jump in and do one with him. And I was like, yeah, why not? What do I got to do? So, so he, you know, he told me and I was like, yeah, let's, uh, let's give this a shot. So we did our first ever podcast. Uh, it was called, uh, well, (laughs) called it called geek to me. And then he changed it to, uh, geeks on the mic when we brought in our, uh, third friend buddy scott and uh, yeah we did like 52 episodes in about five kind of burned ourselves out (laughs) (laughs) then uh it i it took me about five or six months to want to get back into podcasting and i decided i was going to do it on my own and uh uh, started up what was the Geek Dig cast, 
and that actually ran for about six years. They get about like 272, 273 or so episodes. You know, I, I also, but I kind of had, well, the one I did with Jackson kind of planted the bug, so to speak. And I used to be a very quiet, timid, shy person. I still deal with a little social anxiety, so I won't normally jump into like really huge ass voice chats or anything like that. And doing the podcasting kind of helped me find my voice and realize because before I was just fine being the quiet, silent observer, kind of watching everything take place. And then once I uh, started podcasting, I was like, wait a minute, I got a lot of shit to say and I can make people listen. <laughs> so, I like it. So that's I what I started doing. And then uh, one of my, one of my coworkers, my buddy, Jane, um, after a while, cause, cause he listened and we were on the same team at work and every day he would harass me and say that I needed to start streaming. And he's like, Oh, come on. He's like, if you won't, it, he's like, if you won't stream, at least do a video. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> I was like, I ain't putting, I was like, I ain't putting my face out there. I'm like, dude, this face was made for radio. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, you know, he got a couple of our other teammates, uh, like our buddy Dan and shit. And they're like, they're like, no, dude, seriously. You're like, you're you're always gaming. You're always talking about what game you're playing and shit. He's like, he's like, really, all you got to do is just, you know, hit the go live button. And I was like, you know what? I'll I'll look into it. So, I started I started watching a couple of streams, just start interacting with a couple of streamers, and I forget the guy's name now. But uh, he was a big Elite Dangerous streamer. And I hadn't played the game at the time. I was thinking about picking it up. And I just started asking the guy a bunch of questions. And we just had a really kick-ass conversation. Oh, yeah. I was like, dude, this is what streaming is? I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm like, I'm going to game and just chill and just have cool chats with people while I'm doing it. I was like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. So I did it. I uh, think the very first game that I streamed was Overwatch. And I've only streamed, <laughs> I've only streamed the game like twice. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got to take your doses of Overwatch at at like rations. My God, you you got to take that game at rations. <laughs> well, and then it was like three years before I played it again. <laughs> oh wow! And the only reason I played it was actually Kari. Welcome with, to Overwatch. Uh, <laughs> yep. You touch it with a 10-foot pole, and then you try to get rid of the rash. <laughs> well, that, 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 was, that was pretty much it. I, uh, I podcasted for about five, just over five years before I started the streaming. 
And then I we decided to end the podcast once the pandemic hit. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to keep streaming. I can I can uh, attach to a lot of what you just said because not too many people know because, well, everybody that knows me now knows that there's times that I just ramble on and on and I just don't fucking shut up. Everybody, um, these both of these guys can attest to that. Um, it goes both ways, me too. Like sometimes <laughs> you start getting me going and it's just like, holy shit, two hours passed and I hadn't shut up yet. Like, Yeah, but... None of this, I, my voice started actually when I started working. Like when I first got my first job at like 16 or 17 was when I really broke out of my shell because for the first like 15 years of my life, I was the person that people couldn't get five words out of. But then I started working and I started finding my voice and then I think a a few things happened and then I started shelling up again and then. And then this is where I started breaking out of my shell a lot was probably when I started content creating. I streamed for the first time actually in 2014 off of my fucking Xbox one that I got. Okay. Fucking. Here I started a podcast. I did like, I did streams for like two weeks and then I stopped because like the quality was shit and everything. I'm going to be a game. Yeah, pretty much. I thought I told you. Well, it was the first one, the all fucking black one, like the oh, all like the original OG, like first year ones. Like, I'm surprised that could even push anything out. That probably push the hardware to the limit. <laughs> bro, bro, this I went back. I remember watching back those fucking streams, and the shit was fucking laggy as could be. Like it was horrible. I was just, but like people were watching. Like I was getting like two viewers, and people were actually fucking talking to me. It was really fucking great. I was, I was streaming the fucking ladders, like the fucking ladders of fucking Mortal Kombat Ten. I was just play, I was just playing those over and over and over, and people were watching me. It was fucking great. And I, so that was also back in the days of like H one Z one and everything. So like my first like outbreak to fucking Twitch was I was watching Swift Door play fucking Swift Door says. And Grimmy Bear pl- fucking playing uh, H1Z1. Like, that was my first dose of fucking Twitch. And so it was just like, I just want to watch these people. Like, I just want to watch this and I want to do this. Like, what do I got to do to do this? And so I just felt, I was just a viewer to, of Twitch for the first so many years. And then, and then 2019, I think it was, or 2020, I was like, well, Twitch seems a bit odd and I kind of wanted to reinvent everything. So I got the new name. I got the turtle graveyard and I started doing YouTube, which was fucking making videos and posting them off of my PS4. And it was fucking rainbow six siege. Uh, I think I, I also did outlast. I streamed all, I didn't stream. I, I recorded all of outlast and yeah, that was my first. And I almost went your route with the freaking YouTube thing because I, I, I'm still to this day, I have an external hard drive full of freaking like day one for the first week and a half of Doom Eternal, just like the entire playthrough. Cause like I was literally just like, this game's <laughs> awesome. Must kill, must shoot. Demons, let's do it. Like, but never did seriously, anything with it. But, but seriously, like it, it was just crazy because like it's crazy what 
content creation can do for people. It really is. And it's a topic that we get into every time that we do the podcast, but like just the things that, that, that just doing a little, just putting yourself out there just a little bit can actually be such a great thing for you internally. I mean, I mean, I feel like I'm a different person when I'm on here. And then when I get off of here, like whenever I fucking leave here, I can, this guy below me, like he can, he can attest to it that we talk, we talk either, either afterwards or the next day about just lots of fun. Hey, how's it going? Um, but seriously, like, like just, just the vibe that you get afterwards. Like, I feel like it's just, this can be the greatest therapy. I like, I mean, I might say that my therapy is going to the range every Saturdays after I get paid, but this, this is probably either number two or number one for me, like the greatest therapy. I, I'll test it up. Yep. No, definitely. Like there are things that I learned about myself through streaming that I never thought I would have Hell, streaming is actually how I found out I was ADHD. <laughs> to be honest with you, I think everybody's got a little bit of that in them. Because I mean, I, I solidified mine even farther in with that. <laughs> but, but I just had no idea because I was always able to pass certain parts of it. Like I didn't struggle in school. I I was honor roll student, dean's list all through school. So I never, you know, there was never that. You know that warning trigger. You know, and I just everything else I just attributed to being socially awkward. Nobody ever like checked me. I was talking to. It wasn't until I was talking to Hawkeye. And he's like, he's like, dude, when are you gonna admit you have ADHD? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Dean would. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You shut your horse mouth, right? Now. <laughs> and he's like, no, nah, dude, it's very obvious. Because he deals with so much of it. He's yeah, got so it too, I was, yeah. I was talking to my brother-in-law, TJ, because I'd known him since high school. And I was like, bro, what do you think of this? I was like, somebody just told me this. He's like, dude, you're just now realizing? He's like, I, oh, he's like, I recognized it the day I fucking met you. <laughs> That's the thing. Some people can notice shit like that, and some people don't. Like, it's just crazy. Um, like my wife now, like she notices like every little thing about somebody because because of her being a social worker. Now she picks up on everything. Like, like we went to a. Go ahead. Did actually go and get tested, and it turns out Hawkeye was right. <laughs> <laughs> like my wife no, no, now. No, I said that Hawkeye was right. Oh no 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 no! We can't tell Hawkeye he was right about anything. Other than that, he's a magnet to trees, apparently, in, in games that, that let him drive. He is. <laughs> but, but for whatever reason, <laughs> for whatever reason, like, my wife can, like, pick up on, like, certain things with, like, like, with her being a social worker, like, she can apparently pick up on, like, social cues on people, like, like, anything. Like, she apparently, now that she's been around, and, like, so my nephew that we're adopting is, like, on the spectrum. And apparently she can pick up on like the cues of that now on anybody super easy. Like before I even noticed it, because like apparently we went to a lunch with like some of my work team and like she can pick up on that now, apparently like super quick on like anybody that I didn't even realize that two people on my team were like high functioning and I didn't even notice it. And, but she picked it up instantly and was like, 
hey, do you notice this? And then she pointed out, do you notice this, this, and this? I was like, oh, I guess I never really thought about it that way. That's like uh, I've tried over the years. I at least thought maybe I had like mild ADHD <laughs> or on the very, very mild end of the autism spectrum. But it is just extremely difficult in females because it displays differently. Okay. It's it's weird because while like a boy with ADHD would be, you know, more hyperactive and uh they just they wanna just go. We can't have can't focus. A girl would be on the sense of they need to control things. So it so it over heightens the control factor. It's just an odd thing. It's kind of like autism is very, very difficult to di- diagnose in girls. Very difficult. Yeah, I've heard that. Makes sense, though. So. Be it from the other things, if it's going to be that one thing, it'll be, it'll be all the above. Auto agrees, apparently. Uh, Jedi, how did you meet Hawkeye? Uh... Streaming actually through um, a mutual streamer, our uh, our uh, buddy uh, Mad Viking. Did you say Mad Viking? Mad Viking King. Ah, nice MVK. I I like that guy. Um, the first ep- the first guest on um, Asylum. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh... I got rated it. Um, I was I was in a a buddy stream and uh, we got raided into him and he had some kind of just chatting panel going and Hawkeye was one of the one of the guys in there and honestly when I first met him I wasn't sure well when I was first watching him there I remember thinking I wasn't going to like him and now the guy's my best friend. <laughs> oh, this one time. How those things work. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, I once I uh, you know checked out his stream and everything. I was like, okay, yeah, no, this guy seems pretty cool. I can talk to him. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, we just started talking, and it just kind of hit off from there. So, yeah, Mad Viking King is responsible for that. So then could you say that Mad Viking King is the is what caused uh, Brain Pong? Uh, that was Mrs. Hawkeye. That was Mrs. Hawkeye? Uh-huh. Well, she came up with the name. Um, me and Hawkeye were talking, and he started to bring up the idea of a podcast and then me and him were just kind of bouncing ideas off of each other and we're like okay we want to do this and she was the one who came up with the name okay yeah back on the topic of uh funny how things like with making friends okay i've had i've had a best friend for a good decade 
me and her met in uh she was in middle school, had just got gotten into freshman year. We became best friends after her boyfriend cheated on her with me. That is similar to me and my friend Nick. I was I was dating my ex Brittany and I thought she was cheating on me, so we broke up. And turned out she was. But she was trying to for some reason she still felt the need to convince me like like try to cover it up and act like she wasn't so she started dating this guy nick well one day out of the blue nick calls me and he's like he's like hey clint that's my actual uh he's like hey clint um i got a question for you he's like do you notice this and this about about Brittany and i was like yeah, he's like, I'm starting to have some of the same suspicions suspicions you did. And it turns out that he was right, and then me and him just started hanging out and just became, like, really great friends. Like, I'm godfather to one of his kids and everything. Wow. <laughs> that shit's awesome. <laughs> that shit's... <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, I'm actually going to be going over to her house tomorrow. We still talk about that ex because he's a meth head now. <laughs> Funny thing about uh, things like that. So Corn and I, we worked together and I still remember being the manager on his first day back at the company. <laughs> I was like, I was just, I was brought up, Hey, this, this guy's going to be starting here. He worked here before. And I was like, oh, okay. And he goes back and he goes back and he starts, he starts on doing some of his spiels, like just talking and stuff. I was like, wow, this guy seems like a smart ass. I don't like it already. And then, and then this motherfucker motherfucker about 20, 20 ish minutes later, just starts fucking talking video games and then stuff that I can actually um, relate to. I was like, oh, well then. Maybe this guy's alright. Really maybe this guy's alright. Maybe he's not just a smartass. Uh, the smartass <laughs> facade, my man. It's a facade. <laughs> I was just like, alright, I'll let this go. This is great. This is alright. Maybe I can use this guy as a weapon later. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's my fucking co-host and my partner. I'm like, huh, funny how things turn around. It is weird how things work. <laughs> you can use your best friend as a weapon because I feel like all I'll have to do for Hawkeye is just put him behind the wheel. <laughs> you know, Otto, I think you need to make that a, uh, a, a bind because that he's a loser and likes dog treats. Treats. <laughs> God. Uh, worst thing you can say that that reminds me of, and I don't know if any of you have seen Dragon Ball uh, Z Bridge where freaking Vegeta throws Dog biscuits that, um, oh my god, what's the weakest dude from the Ginyu Force? Little short guy, can't think of his name. Referring to corn, of course. <laughs> How the fuck you say he likes dog treats? <laughs> you wouldn't think that the stoner would like dog treats. <laughs> Ugh. Listen here, I wasn't thinking about it like that. I'm not gonna kid you, the dog <laughs> treats that they sell at Petco and PetSmart, they're just made with non sugar. So the diabetics go and eat, get them. Oh, wow. Hey, hey, hey I take that personally. Good. 
Shit, Jedi. <laughs> the things that you don't expect to hear here. I guess. I guess we don't hold punches. No. <laughs> Shit, I can talk. Goldo, to you, that's it. Just thank you. <laughs> yes. Sometimes I have to be reminded. That says Guido. Public place. <laughs> well, I didn't look at. I didn't look at. A, I didn't even see um Aldo's answer. The uh, Goldo's the uh. The weak one that you that during the abridged freaking Vegeta kept throwing uh here's a biscuit, throw a dog log a dog treat at him. <laughs> yeah, I have to re- be reminded sometimes which state I'm in because I live so close to Maryland. Uh some of the shit I say. I'm not allowed to say here on Twitch. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm not I'm not far from Wisconsin or Indiana. So, yeah, I definitely have to watch sometimes, especially if I'm talking shit about Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, I don't give a fuck about my state. I'll just talk shit. Fuck <laughs> Louisiana. I'm not, I'm not a football fan, but I, like, I just take it to, like, to the whole state. I've got that like rivalry. <laughs> Make fun of cheese. Just make fun of fucking cheese. No, I can't. I'm Italian. I fucking love my cheese. Oh, <laughs> it's funny because when the sass came out, you could hear how the accent played in. Listen, it fucking smacked me right in the face, all that sass. I, I had to do a couple of double takes. I went, oh. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, no. All right, Jedi. Let's go ahead and start the uh, the basic questions that you probably get a lot. Favorite and le- least favorite of the movies of the Star Wars ones. Okay. Um, least Are we going to separate between the newest and the olds? <laughs> well, if you have to, if if it because I mean you could probably. If if you're really really against the 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 I guess recent trilogy, that's fine. You can just go with original six. But if you want to count them all and actually like any of the newer ones, so be it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna give a best and worst of each trilogy. That sounds good to me. The prequel trilogy, worst Attack of the Clones, just. The love story in that was disgusting. And <laughs> don't get me wrong, I can appreciate, you know, a good romance, whatever. But the my favorite one, obviously, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, now, I'm, I'm, now, I'm not a total hater of Phantom Menace. The movie actually served its purpose. It was meant to introduce the universe characters and give a starting point for the whole story. And it did that. I believe that Revenge, Revenge of the Sith is the first one I ever saw because I went see it in theaters. Listen, okay. listen. If I'm thinking correctly, um, Revenge of the Sith is Episode Three, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that one has my favorite lightsaber battle in the entire all nine movies, which of course, Anakin versus Obi Wan. There at the end. I mean, that is my favorite. It's probably got the best. I mean, nothing against any of the ones Luke was in, because, I mean, Luke was a damn genius whenever he actually learned how to use the thing. Personally, I feel. 
but still, that lightsaber battle, it had highs, it had lows, and it even grabbed at your feels there at the end of it as well. I mean, it had everything you could possibly ask for out of it. The other ones just seemed rushed, if, if you want my personal opinion. The rest of them all seemed rushed. Because, I mean, look at episode four, when Obi-Wan... I, I think I'm thinking correctly. Obi-Wan versus Vader when he just fucking taps him and he fucking vaporizes. Mm -hmm. Episode four. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's just like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Like, were you bored of his character or something? Like, what, what was the point of that? Mm. It was at least what I got from that. How to tell if it's a good lightsaber fight. How many memes and quotes does it have? <laughs> Okay, okay, anyways, Jedi, you can go ahead and continue. So, so the original trilogy, it's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to say a least favorite, but the, my, my actual favorite, and this is my favorite of the entire franchise, Empire Strikes Back. Is that seven? That was five. That was five. Oh. That was sorry, sorry, four through five. Yeah, that's where Luke finds out Vader's father loses hand it, it just yeah loses hand it just ends on such a down note like you know han gets caught and frozen in carbonite you know it's <laughs> yeah so that was that was intense all over like thank you so much Otto. thank you Otto. thank you Otto. i have to say that although the, i guess in that case i would kind of have to go with New Hope is I would say is the favorite, but I still really liked it. Just as the least favorite. Because I mean all of them built, to be honest. I feel like they all built for me because I, I feel like six was I, it might just be because Vader is probably not my number one favorite character of the entire franchise. The entire everything. Vader is probably my favorite because nothing beat well. It's hard for me because I'd have to pick a favorite character and then a favorite droid because the droids to me even grab at my feels and I love those guys and girls if there are if there's anybody if there's female fucking things whatever. I'm sorry turtle I'm I'm resting on the case of they're not binary. <laughs> okay that's whatever you want whatever you want to call it fucking fucking the, I'd have to pick a favorite character and a favorite droid. Because, I don't know, some of the droids fucking... My favorite fucking email, by the way, is from... My favorite email of all time, by the way, is probably one of yours, by the way. Because I always just re roll up in a fucking stream and I fucking put the R2-D2 just like, Hey, I'm here. I fucking love that email. You need to play Fall, uh, Fall in Order. Oh, it's wonderful. Is that on PC? I, I, I love I? it. You should yeah. be able to get it on PC. It's on PC. All right. I might have to check that out. I really, really want to. Show, I, um, I want to fucking replay the Force Unleashed, though. Like, those fucking games were amazing to me. Oh, dude, those were great. Like, like you can tell they rushed the sequel. The sequel was yeah. rushed because it just it didn't have the same. Like, what other game throws you in the game 
just fucking as Vader just whipping around fuck motherfuckers. Like uh, that was where was Hawkeye fifteen minutes ago? Fifteen minutes late. Damn. Long enough, buddy. How's it going, Hawkeye? What's up, man? Hey, he might have been working on my episode, so it's okay. Well, he he might he he might have been driving. Uh, oh, they're twenty bucks on Steam for both of them, bro. That might be something I do for the fucking twenty four hour. Then maybe I'll just replay those. Not gonna lie, I got fucking stuck the first time I played through on the first ones a couple times. I got stuck a couple times and couldn't figure out where the fuck to go. The first Force Unleashed. I kind of had mixed emotions in the very first level of the game. Boost Jedi? Where you played as Darth Vader. And, I mean, obviously I was totally going for the bad manager achievement with killing all the stormtroopers. <laughs> but there was another achievement, and that was an achievement worth it. That's the only reason I did I remember that. You had to kill 200-plus Wookiees. Chewbacca's my favorite character. <laughs> That makes me upset. I I I felt like, and I'm pretty hairy dude, and I kind of felt like I was betraying my own. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking great, Uh, Hawkeye. I just boosted Jedi all the way to where he's full now. By the way, Uh, reset checkpoints, huh? What the fuck you mean? No, Hawkeye. I kept moving back from my mic. Yeah, I might actually do that. Maybe I'll play those games. Like I'm starting to like I'm starting to like try to plan this bullshit to where I have no stop at fucking content for it because I don't know. Last time I felt like I bounced between like two games. And I feel like I hated it. I will say this though, when it comes to the Star Wars games, that's probably the best one I've played in a few years, the like Norwas uh Fallen Order. I don't <clears throat> It's hard though. I will say this is not an easy game. It's one of those ones like you definitely gotta like, you know what I mean. You gotta stay on your shit when you play it. It's the Dark Souls of Star Wars. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I wasn't very fond of it. Like that's a that's a new game that was on PS4. Yeah, the one where fucking Cal plays. Uh, the guy who plays Cal's played by uh, the good dude who played Ian from Shameless. Can't think of his name right now. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm fucking. I love that fuck. He was also in uh, Gotham, the dude that everybody thought was the Joker. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I don't know. It's another one of those games that I, I'd rather watch Every than play. Or something, I think. Okay. Yeah, it, for some reason, that game, I don't know. It rubbed me the wrong way when I was playing it, but I could wa- I was able to watch it. Like, I don't know. I have a couple games like that that I can't play. I can just watch. It's definitely one that, like, it, 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 you got to have a taste for it. I'll give you that. But, hey, they greenlit a sequel. I was surprised. Well, that's I exciting. Say, that one kind of surprised me, too, because a lot of the Star Wars games are one-offs, and you don't get very many sequels. Right. Is it maybe because they're not really doing too much as far as movies? Maybe. So, that, so, that, so they just want to push out games? But the shows are hitting it out of the park, though. I was going to say, I have heard good things about the shows and things that they're doing right now. I have to catch up on the animated ones, but I'm up to speed on all of the, 
the live action ones and um the next one andor is almost the the one about uh cassian see that's where i fall off as far as my knowledge i didn't keep up too too much with the shows i watched the movies but i have not kept up on the shows i did though enjoy a couple of like the solo movies like uh shit there was there was solo and I, there was another um there was another rogue movie one. yeah rogue one i did watch those rogue one is one of my favorite star wars movies. i love the end be- oh, yeah. <laughs> being a vader fan being a vader that fan movie? oh yeah that movie like led straight into a new hope because where a new hope starts and vader's already on board leia's ship and you know confronting her about the plans mm-hmm. that was where rogue one ended mm-hmm. yeah yeah i remember that there's like five minutes between the end of Rogue One and the start of New Hope. And I loved how they seamlessly did that. Yeah, like I, I enjoyed that. Just like I enjoyed, uh, I very much enjoyed Solo for some reason. I very much enjoyed it. Like, even though they did a completely different, well, they kind of had to do a different Han Solo. And I feel like they picked a good actor for him. Personally, in my opinion, I think they picked a good actor for a young for a young Han Solo. I feel like they did very well. I also enjoyed very, very much that they brought back they brought in somebody to play um, Darth Maul because because I mean he got he got his little stint in the in the prequels and he got his time in Rebels. Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Sorry. Clone I haven't Wars. Seen Rebels yet actually. I feel like th- I feel like someone told me that he had a. He had, no, no, it was, it was just Clone Wars. I feel like it was another cartoon, though, that he was in. There was another cartoon that he was in, but I forget which one it was. It could have been Bad Batch, but that, I'm actually about to start that. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here just remembering all the lovely memories of Lego Star Wars. <laughs> but, but one of the one of the great Those things, and, I'll, and I can say this about... Rogue One and Solo. With both movies, if you were to completely strip off your skin from it, Solo was a fun heist and Rogue One was a solid war movie. I agree. I agree 100%. Thank you, by the way, Otto. Uh, So Darth Maul was in uh, Clone Wars and Rebels. Okay. I thought someone told me Rebels. I don't know why. But, uh, but yeah, I can agree with that because, I mean, if you, yeah, you take the skin off Rogue One, it basically did stick to war basically the whole time. Like, there wasn't a bunch of, like, these basey travel other than really the end. Yeah. There, and, um, Solo, yeah, it was just basically go grab this shit and go type of thing. It really didn't have too much of the other shit, just the futuristic weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at Rogue One, and pretty much at the end of uh, Rogue One, all the characters that you were introduced to in that movie, all dead. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically. Which is another reason why Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars movies, is because they pretty much killed everybody off at the end. <laughs> 
other than some of the droids. Yeah. Okay. So K2SO, favorite droid. He was a smart ass. <laughs> yeah. I really liked the one droid in um The Rise of Skywalker. The little the little cone head dude. Little cone face dude. Yeah. Okay, he 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 was cool too. He was really cool. Um, between him, R2 is always a good classic. C3PO, I mean, I, I loved how he he always seemed to be changing, if you ask me. Like C3PO seemed to really, really change a lot. D1O. Thank you, Otto. If, okay. Okay. That's either DIO or D1O. I can't tell. Horrible uh, dead joke here, but uh, what do you call an invisible droid? C3PO. I love it. <laughs> I, no, I know say, it's not. I, go ahead, Tipsy. Manny I just said like Dio. I, okay. I feel like I don't really have too much of a say considering I've only seen two of the movies. Uh, and I think because it was because as a child, I did not want to watch them because I was absolutely scared shitless of the Tusken Raiders. <laughs> could not touch it and it didn't help that my dad had all of the little figurines and my cousin was always b- building the adats and the chicken walkers and ugh. it's weird because while we were a star wars family quote unquote we were more of a star trek family <laughs> okay that's fair that's fair because I feel like I feel like every household has you either like one or the other or both. I say both on my end. <laughs> I have an appreciation for Star Trek. Fair. My, my um, my dad was the Star Trek guy. My mom liked Star Wars, but sci-fi wasn't really her thing. I had to go to my uncle Vince for that because he he was the big Star Wars guy. My other uncle, my uncle Richard. Big Star Trek. Pretty sure my dad's seen the Next Generation like five times. Of the series that I've seen, Next Generation is actually the one I like. Or at least like the most. As long as it's not fucking Deep Space Nine. (laughs) So uh, I grew up in a very sports household, so I didn't get exposed to Star Wars until high school when... um, I was playing Soul Calibur 4 and was like, oh, this guy seems kind of cool. And then I saw The Apprentice and I was like, this motherfucker is kind of awesome. So then I was like, let me play this game real quick. I was like, I need to watch this movie. So then I binged through all the movies through up to episode six, because then that's when episode seven was just getting talked about. So yeah, 2014 was when I got into Star Wars. And I've been hooked ever since, and now I have two Star Wars tattoos. I have two. I got, well, yeah, yeah. the Jedi Order. And right there, it's a yin and yang with the uh, Rebel and Imperial logos. Oh, nice. I like it. I like it. So uh, I did a basic... I did May the Force Be With You right up here, and then I got the uh, I got Vader's helmet 
right there. Okay. And then I have Ryu Hayabusa from uh, Ninja Gaiden 2, but with a lightsaber instead of a uh, katana. Oh, that's cool. I got that tattoo because I was like, I'm never going to beat the game. And then I finally beat the game. I had to have a challenge for myself. Yeah, that one, those games, those games definitely have their own little bit of flavor to them, too. Yes, they do. Now, Jedi, what is one yeah. shameless piece of Star Wars memorabilia that you spend a half-decent amount of money on if you did, that, but you'll keep it forever? Hmm. If I did... I'm sorry, hold on. Sorry, I was trying to turn up the gain on my mic a little bit. Okay. Hawkeye was like, turn up your gain. <laughs> yeah. He's dadding. Well, that's just that's just what the best friends do. But uh let's see. Uh if I were to gain any piece of memorabilia, um I don't know. Um, honestly, it'd probably be the original model of R2D2 from A New Hope. Mm. I love that. The one thing that I have that I shamelessly. Either that or Hans Blaster. I would love to get Hans yeah. something like Hans Blaster. I would love that. The one shameless thing that I bought that was a half decent amount of money that my wife keeps bugging me if we can sell it. So back when episode two or three came out, I forget which one's labeled on it. Um, the Sheets stores had um, those like, you know how like places have like Red Bull coolers and whatnot sitting in the middle of the aisle for you to go grab your Red Bull out of. So they, yeah. made, they made R2-D2s, giant ones, like half decent size, but they were Pepsi coolers. Oh, cool. I've seen those. There's uh, a couple things like that that I would love to get. Like I've seen the mini fridge that's Han frozen in carbonite. Oh yeah, I remember those things coming out. I got the BB-8 I've one. Also seen, I've also seen a refrigerator like that. Oh yeah, a full size. And and a and a coffee table that was the block of carbonite, and it just had like a glass plate above it. I know. 1996. What are you talking about, Otto? What about 1996? Are you trying to call people old? I was going to say, that's only a year after I was born. I was one years old in 96. For the cooler? Oh, yeah. That thing's fucking... You gotta, geez. Keep, you gotta keep rolling back if we're doing, if we're doing God, years. That makes me old shit. <laughs> yeah. No, I graduated high school the year before that. <laughs> you graduated the same year I was born? What the fuck? Yeah, I graduated in 95. <laughs> I was born in 95, my guy. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> graduated 20 years after you. Okay, so the original Star Wars was the first movie that I was technically in the theater for. Oh, shit. The movie came out two months before I did. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. See. I'm starting to wonder if that might be partly why... 
I love Star Wars as much as I do. I think that is a thing. I think that legitimately is a thing. By the way, Otto, I think I missed the fact that you uh, resubbed. Thank you for that, my guy. I was like, yeah, way up at the beginning. Yeah, it must have been whenever. I think I actually did say something, but I don't think that he was able to hear it because we were so fucked. But, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so speaking of Han Solo, I got a quick little uh, little story. What you got? Um, when I went to the theater to see Force Awakens, Han Solo's death was spoiled for me right before the movie started. Are you serious? Oh, come on. I got to the theater early because I figured, you know, I'll, you know, I'll grab something to drink. I'll go to the bathroom. You know, just I was like, nothing's gonna get me up once I put plant my ass in that chair. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the bathroom, and I'm in the in the stall, and I hear some people come in, and it's these two kids, and I don't know if they were just brothers, friends, but like it was like two kids, and then the dad, and the two boys are talking. Oh man, I can't believe they killed Han Solo. And oh. the other one's like, I know that sucked. It's like, and it was, I can't believe his son killed him. And then the dad chimes in. He's like, well, how do you guys think I felt? You know, I remember seeing it in, you know, the original in theaters and Han Solo was my favorite character. He's like, and now he's gone. So Stuff. I'm not, I'm not normally a very confrontational. Oh, I'd have lost it. I'd have walked out. Why are y'all talking about it in the bathroom? I did. Well, I, I couldn't, you know. Because I was in the middle of dropping a deuce, but <laughs> I I yelled out, "Hey, shithead!" I'm like, I was like, "Dude, you're gonna want to take your shitty kids and get the fuck out of here, because you are not gonna like what happens when I get out of this stall." And he's like, "What did you just say to me?" I'm like, "You." Fucking heard me, you piece of shit. You heard me, motherfucker. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> I feel like there should be a fucking rule for theaters. Like, yeah, when you want to talk about the fucking stuff. film, get out of the fucking yeah. movie theater. Like, talk about right. The Go to your fucking car. You don't want to say anything even in the line. Nope. So, so this guy is like standing there and he's like, man, just wait till you get out of that stall. I'm going to kick your ass. I hear the guy at the urinal, like that's right, right next to the, right next to the stall. He turns around and he's like, you're going to want to listen to the man in the stall. He's like, because you just spoiled it for me too. And I'm pretty pissed. And I'm sure that I'm a bit more aggressive than he is. Good shit. Well, that's just because I was just sitting there and pants around my ankles and everything, you know? <laughs> but he, he's like, he's like, so you're going to want to listen to him. Get your fucking kids and get out. That, wow. Imagine, like, coming up in arms when somebody tells you, like, you're being a fucking dickhead. <laughs> Jedi tapping into the dark side. Hell yeah, he did. That's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> That was a moment I lived up to Vengeful Jedi. <laughs> <Yeah>, fucking A. <laughs> and when I when I walked out of there, when I 
um, I ended up running into a, um, one of my uh, buddies and his wife uh, in, in the lobby there. And my buddy Marcus looks at me, he's like, bro, you okay? He's like, you should be. He's like, I've never seen you this like non-enthusiastic when it comes to anything Star Wars. Oh, it's got to spoil for me. I looked at him and I'm just like, did Han Solo die? He he looks at me and he goes, who fucking told you that? I'm going to kill him. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I was in the stall. I don't know who said it. But all, all I can tell you is I threatened the guy's life. He's like, good. <laughs> oh Jedi. But yeah, so now whenever I go to the theater, I you I will either wear earbuds or I just I'll go in there and I don't care if I have to miss a couple previews. I'm like, I'm just not letting the movie get spoiled for me. Oh, that's that. Oh, Jedi. I never had a, one movie spoiled for me. Um, and it was uh, Devil. Devil. I really like that the movie. Elevator. Yeah, I watched that movie a couple weeks ago. I watched it like for like the eighteenth time that I've ever seen it. But like, cause like just every now and again, I'm just like, man, I just want something old that I can just vibe to. And I, I was just like, I was scrolling through, I forget which streaming service it's on. I think, I think, I think it's on Netflix right now. I, I was like, oh, sure, I'll watch this. I fucking love that movie. Every time I watch it, fucking love that movie. I was only like twelve years old, and like. My mom or my dad had mentioned to one of their friends that we were going to be watching it that night. And I guess I was the only one who fucking heard her spouting like it it really sucked because like this is who it was. And I was kind of sitting there like. I don't know what she's talking about, but I feel like I. Kind of do. And then we started the movie and I was like. Okay, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut because maybe the movie's mildly ruined for me, but I'm not going to ruin it for everybody else. That's just the thing. Like, there's... This is why I fucking love Heath Ledger. But uh, some people just love to see the world burn whenever they're just in a bad fucking mood. And I feel like that's one of those moments right there. Like, oh, you probably thought it was... I keep Ledger for that very purpose. <laughs> that's, 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 that's pretty good started, I'm gonna be the one starting the fire what and fucking Hawkeye's gonna be the one pouring the gasoline yeah <laughs> I'm gonna be the ass around on the back I'm going fire 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 you wouldn't want to be around Hawkeye when he has gas no I have a feeling it'd be bad <laughs> <laughs> it's not just spoilers cause I'm sorry Astro I'm gonna throw you under the fucking bus Whenever somebody is like, oh, my God, look at this. Look at this thing right here. Pay attention because that's going to be important later. Not gas. I'm, I'm, like, I'm chucking fresh. taking me out of what I'm trying to focus on and you're fucking this up, please. <sighs> of course, Hawkeye would be the one saying he's chucking frags. I mean, <laughs> he does have practice in that. I mean. 
I've played COD with the guy. I've died to a couple. <laughs> <laughs> my, good, my good ones were back in the Halo days. I, I cannot chuck a frag in Call of Duty probably anymore to save my yeah. life. But I'll have to find it and I'll um, post it somewhere in the Discord. But I had this. We were playing Halo 3. I had the sweetest pulse grenade kill because it stuck. And I get, got a screenshot of it. It stuck to the middle of the dude's forehead. And it looked like a third fucking eye. <laughs> I actually have a good one that goes, since we're saying Halo 3. I can't think of the map, but it was one of the massive ones. You had like, there, there's four Warthogs, one of the DLC maps. We're playing. One of my buddies picks up one of those grab lifts that you can shoot out as a secondary ability, right? You're not going to use those over a bubble shield or whatever. To the point of Halo where we were playing it, that I was becoming an asshole with plasma grenades. If I kill you and I didn't like you, instead of teabagging you, I wait for the countdown to start. I fucking smash a grenade to your face, and that's the fucking countdown flower, you know, and blow them through your body. <laughs> well, what I did is where these guys kept team killing me, all but me and my buddy, because it was a big team battle. The time I walk out around the corner and just blind throw a grenade at the fucking back wheel of the Warthog, my buddy flips the fucking grab lift out. So it goes boom, and the fucking thing like flips six times and flies off the fucking map. Look, Rex, 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 you, Hawkeye, and everybody have told me I have Jedi at full volume. And I've already worked on my gain, Rex. And uh, Otto, don't get Astro started on Lord of the Rings. For Astro's last birthday, he did an entire marathon of all of the Lord of the Rings movies. And uh, I had to hear for an entire week of how much of a bitch she who must not be named is, because the entire time she was calling Sauron Firecrotch. But, uh... Wow. Guys, I'm going to step away for a minute. I'll be right back. Oh, man. Oh, the Halo 3 days. Dear Lord. Oh, that's, yeah. that's some crazy ones. What was the name of the map? And that it was essentially just two long hallways that were sort of parallel to each other. Mm. And I want to say that there might have been two levels to them. It's been so long, I can't even remember. The only ones I can remember off the top of my head that everybody knows is The Pit, for mm -hmm. sure. Valhalla, which was a remake of, essentially, uh, Beaver Creek. I want to say Beaver Creek. Could be wrong. Mm -hmm. But that, uh, The Pit. I, I, had a, I had a kid call me a cheater because we were playing just regular Social Slayer. The ending kill of the game... I didn't see that he went back in the room and had gotten the because somebody had gotten the sword, but we didn't know who got it. I turned around to get the freaking game over. He was lunging at me. I got a bulletproof with a sniper right here. <laughs> I got five messages. Don't worry, you're reported, dude. You won't be playing tomorrow. And I'm like, listen, I'm not even gonna brag. That was pure luck. Like, <laughs> oh, what? No luck. That's what mods are for. I'm like, how comes I kicked your ass the whole entire game though? Like, and it wasn't even like. It wasn't all headshots or anything. The, that was the best part about that Bulltro. I shot him between the eyes when he was like right fucking there. Like, <laughs> dude, fucking loved Halo. But the Me I remember too. seeing some crazy ass gamer tags too back in the day. 
because you, you'd get the little like you'd get the little kill line where it was like vengeful jedi was killed by this person i saw yeah one people came up with like, names specifically for it <laughs> dude, I, dude, I saw one that said vengeful jedi was killed by some mexicans <laughs> <laughs> i was like what <laughs> The guy had to get his name banned, but there was, was one like, when we played one Mexican night. Food or something. But the guy's name was Ass Pone and your mom. Oh God! Yeah, so like, wow. I never did it, but me and my buddies wanted to make an account called something like a tree. So it would be like, a tr- you were killed by a tree. A tree killed itself. You know, like it's stupid shit. <laughs> or the Black Plague. That would have been a good one. Ooh, you know what? I should I should change my name to a tree and then uh, play uh, with Hawkeye and Cod because I have a habit <laughs> of team killing them. And it'll say, uh, one way Hawkeye was killed by a tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Charlie, you're missing all the fun. Sorry, uh-huh. Hawkeye. I really love you, buddy. This one just woke up. Huh? <laughs> I just tried something else, so hopefully everybody can hear you better. Okay. I turned down everybody else, and I turned up um, the chat on the mixer. Hopefully that works a little bit. But uh, anyways, yeah, I forget what the last topic we talked about was, but uh, what are your hopes, though, for your uh, content creation, like the podcast and everything? Like, what do you, where do you see everything going, or what's what's the hope for everything? Are you hoping to... Well, with, well, I'll start with the podcast. Um, with Brain Pong, uh, the thing that I would like to see is to help those who, I mean, obviously, I don't think I'm going like, to change the entire world or anything like that. Although I do have hopes of conquering it. Um. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So, so well, what I want to see is for those that do listen or watch, you know, I want them to feel that they can, uh, you know, that there's not nothing wrong if you have, you know, some type of neurodiversity. You know, and you know to function, and you know that you know one that they sort of you know that they sort of embrace it. I'm not saying if you're like you know schizophrenic or anything, embrace the voices. No, 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 no. <laughs> no embrace yourself. I mean. Yeah, that's not what I mean. But you know. For somebody that might have something like an ADHD or like a depression or anxiety, not necessarily to feel that there's something wrong with them, but, you know, just to sort of give them hope, you know, and I feel like we're on our way to doing that. Um, As far as my stream, I want to try to give people a place where they can see the term safe space always gets thrown around all over the place, but I do. Yeah. 
and I, but I want people to feel like they can just not worry about anything and just be comfortable when they come to my stream. Yeah. You know, and yeah. feel like they can just sit down and just talk to a good friend. And I mean, I've ended streams early and just paused streams because somebody in my chat was having a bad day. I think you know, I, I think Hawkeye told me about that. I think Hawkeye told me about that one time. Either either he did, yeah. Because I don't think Rex. I don't think uh, Rex would have told me that. I, yeah, I feel like that was Hawkeye. I don't, I don't think Rex knows this. Uh, I don't think Rex knows this story. Um, Hawkeye does though. Um, I was very early into streaming, just a few months. Uh, there was somebody in my chat that and i hadn't i hadn't set myself to 18 plus yet so and he was like 17 but he was home alone and he was horrified of storm and he was home alone there was a major storm going on and we i forget what i was playing beforehand but we stopped what we were doing and I was like, okay, bro. I was like, we're gonna, I was like, we're going to get you through this. I was like, so here's what we're going to do. I was like, I'll, and I'll wait for you. Just let me know when you did, when you do these things, go around and turn on every light in your house and make sure all your blinds are closed and pulled and, and he's like, okay. And it was because it was, you know, thunder and lightning. I was trying to drown out the lightning. And then I'm like, okay, get some headphones if you don't have them and put them on. You know, and then grab your phone because we're playing Jackbox. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And... You know, yeah, he put the headset on. I said, turn that fucking volume all the way up. And we played Jackbox for a few hours. And he was like, he's like, hold on, I want to check something. And he's like, dude, the storm's over. I didn't even like know that it was like we, we like got him through that like phobia in that storm. I love it. Good shit, Jedi. Good shit. That is the kind of thing that I want to bring to people through my channel is I want them to feel that they have a place where they're legitimately cared for. I don't, I don't push for sub. I don't, you know, whatever. I mean, I know people that'll get into the thousands within a couple of months. I just hit 2000 after three and a half years, you know? And that wasn't even a big push. I mean, now granted, when I was really, really, really close to it, I was like, okay, guys, you do, uh, uh, you guys get this at 2000, I'll do my first 24 hour. <laughs> that was what prompted me to do it. Was it? Nice. Oh. Good shit. You got me tearing up over here, damn it. I, I know, I know, I, 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 I know, I was, I was fighting it. I'm not gonna lie, I was, I was fighting I was fighting it. I don't, and I don't like asking people for things. I'm the kind of guy that likes to, you know, that likes to give stuff. 
like I was watching a a buddy stream today and he was talking about how he like wanted Stardew Valley. Try it. And middle of the stream, he looks and he's like, God damn it, Jedi. <laughs> I it to him like right there on the spot. And he said he had the Steam notification <laughs> pop up. Oh, which speaking of, okay. A real quick story. One of uh, one of my favorite streamers is my buddy Mike Romanin, and he was playing Skyrim, and uh, me and a couple buddies found um, my buddy Kralor and then uh, this other guy uh, Heretic Zombie, and we found this cheap ass game on Steam for like a buck or two called Anime Standing. It's a cheap little ripoff of <laughs> Yeah, you do, Hawkeye. <laughs> Good shit. Good shit. It's a cheap little knockoff of Death Stranding. With big titty okay. anime girl. <laughs> I, I apologize, but that sounds ten times more exciting than fucking Death Stranding. I've watched Death Stranding. I've played anime Stranding. Yes, I agree. <laughs> so, Norman Reedus. So, so, um, so Mike Rose playing Skyrim, and me and uh, Heretic and uh, Kralor are sitting in a voice chat, and we're we're joking, messing around about the game, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm gonna gift the game to Micro and just see, you know, see what he says. So I gifted it to him, and for some reason, when I sent it, the notification window minimized Skyrim. <laughs> and right there was the big old gift notification from Steam. And it just said, Micro, because anime titties. Look, Jedi. <laughs> Now, on occasion, when I uh, when I go into a stream, I'll just announce myself, anime titties. And this, my friends, is why you don't capture the screen or the monitor. You capture the game. Application. Mm -hmm. This is why. Lesson learned. Window capture, not display capture, people. <laughs> because of fuckers like me. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, I've gotten very lazy and have started doing just a fucking display, but may need you to highlight this story. Yeah, uh, Hawkeye, you give me a second. I need someone to help me. I'm just going to fucking make fucking one way. <laughs> Wait, one way. You might be able to do that yourself. I'm not sure. You being editor, you might be able to. But, uh, I'll be right back. I need to grab a snack and put some different pants on. I still have my headset on. I just will not be on cam. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Jedi, so uh, it's been recommended to ask again, what is that game called? Because uh, auto... Um, actually, yeah. Anime Standing. Oh, more of putting a reminder for yours. Okay, I was going to say... Uh, Hawkeye, af after after podcast and everything, uh, I might just have to go ahead and uh, make you a mod so you can do things. But I 
pretty sure with editor, you should be able to do a lot. Oh shit, Jedi, that's pretty fucking good. Actually, that whole fucking segue right there, I very much like. Because I feel the same way on a lot of that. I feel the same way about a lot of the, what you were just talking about, like what you're trying to do with your content, what you're trying to do with like your community and whatnot. I can feel the same way with what me and Cor me, Corn and Tipsy are all trying to do with the, uh, it's a DLC one. What? No, no auto. It's a full on game. I'm pretty sure. From what he's saying. But, uh, yeah, pretty well what we're trying to do here with this. Yeah. And well, with our community that we're building in our little village. I know yeah, the, I, 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 the nudity DLC is uh <laughs> Oh. Okay. Stop or I'm running up buying this just to troll with other people. <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> um but I'll back, I'll back Turtle up on that. I'd more seldom rather have hardly anybody trying to throw anything at me if I can just, if I can shed some positivity and try to help somebody through some shit. Like, that's that's way bigger win for me than, you know, money in my pocket. Ooh, money, that's awesome. If somebody wants to give me money for streaming, that's fine, but I'm not, not going to ask for it. Permission to post the link in the chat. Go for it. Theme store page for the game. If it lets you, if it doesn't let you, uh, send it to me and I'll post it. It should let you. I don't think I've. Oh, uh, it doesn't like it. Okay. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Send it to me and then I'll send, I'll do it. Okay. I was not gonna get tipsy or anything tonight. No pun intended. But I, it's starting to starting to come on. Of course, uh, I'm not gonna top one of us in uh, last week's stream. Won't mention any names. Turtle. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, after I left, he got blasted. Dude, he got sh faced. Rex kind of egged that on, though. <laughs> mm. Our goal, all good buddy Rex. <laughs> hey, just beer tonight. Just beer. Just beer, he says. Not, not, not gonna, not gonna like uh, just promote my fucking koozie, but this fucking koozie is too big of a win. I fucking love my koozie, dude. That is that is awesome. Yeah, I wish I could go back to the uh, my office at work and pick up a couple of things because the koozie that I have at work, it's Chewbacca with the bandolier. <laughs> and, 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 and it's the hairy one. Like, it's not just like brown and, you know, look like, no, it, it's a furry motherfucker. Let's go. Listen, I, I got you. We needed it. The beard butt. Nah, the, the animated Wookiee ass. Animated Wookiee ass. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was told that uh, MVK has a different version of that or something like that. That ass emote almost didn't make it on Twitter. 
it got turned it it got declined by Twitch three times. And then they gave me the ability to upload my own emotes without approval, you know, without <laughs> having to submit for approval. So I said, fuck you. I did that five minutes later and I was like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, ever since. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, after my second i think i was able to post my first one and then my second one and then they gave me the permission to instantly upload mine so i'm currently waiting on kari for mine because i haven't had any since my old artist it and i think i have like f- seven or eight slots waiting oh wow i need to get on it when i get my uh i get my days off here after the stretch cuz i still have to put in my Paperwork, you so you haven't done your paper? No. This uh, one, right? That's yeah, for y'all my, who got me to affiliate, I've been lazy. That's my most recent one. This one, that my uh, my buddy Barisapian drew me as a Wookiee. I like it. That is pretty cool. I won't lie. I like that. <laughs> it's a nice mixture. Because at, at first I was like, wait, what? And then you explained, I was like, ah. I like it. Interesting fun note, though. I still, even though I haven't done my paperwork, I'm still progressing towards partner. That one when I'm actually wearing my glasses. <laughs> nice. I gotta get a haircut, though. I don't know what's gonna do, but I gotta get a haircut. Oh, mess my hair. Oh, speaking of haircuts, because we were talking about like YouTube and stuff earlier. So yeah. I've I've only ever uploaded like four or five videos to my YouTube, but the first one was like I'd say it was the one and only actual just chatting stream that I done, and it was me shaving off my beard. Oh wow! No. <laughs> Beards are not for shaving. Okay, so, and it kind of ties into what we were talking about, like, you know, like, our wants for our channel and stuff. And, like I said, I don't like asking people for things. Well, one of the things that I wanted to do when I actually started streaming was uh, stream Switch game. At least have the option to. Yeah. My Switch at the time was stolen. And did you beat anyone? I didn't. It. I didn't know like who who's asked to beat. Ah, so one of those kind of situations. Yeah. So I was like, well, everybody, it's just gonna have to be a while before uh, I do anything with the switch because I got to go buy a new one. Sass. My buddy James, my coworker, the one who was encouraging me to start streaming, he's like, dude, why don't you set up a donation goal on your stream? I'm like, because I don't want to ask people for money. And a couple of my mods at the time, they were like, they're like, dude, why don't you just set up a donation goal? I'm like, because I don't want to ask people for money. So what did I do? I got talked into it. I eventually ask people caved. for money because I don't like confrontation. So I eventually caved. <laughs> so 
I, I, I throw it up there, but I wasn't pushing it. I was just like, if anybody asked, I would just answer honestly and just move on. Well, uh, one of my buddies, uh, this guy, this other guy, uh, Nick, um, in his, or he came into the stream and he was asking me about it. And I told him, this motherfucker takes my, uh, takes like my, uh, like tip jar link and puts out a tweet. Cause you know, he was asking me the whole story of what happened. He goes, he's putting out this tweet. He's like, come on guys, justice for Jedi. We've got to get his switch replaced. And I was like, you know what? I was like, if I'm going to, if this is actually going to hit, I was like, I'm going to have to do something. I'm going to have to give something back. And I was like, well, I don't really have anything monetary and I'm on a Xbox and a shitty laptop. I was like, so I don't know what I, well, that was at the time I'm on a better computer now, but I was like, I got to do something. I got to give something back. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I was like, if we reach the goal, I will shave my beard off live on stream. <sighs> and because I said it, I kind of had to stick to it. Oh, buddy. I mean, let's go for that, though. Like, I'll yeah. give you that. So my first step the YouTube video was me upholding my promise and shaving off my beard. How long does it take for it to grow back? It actually grows back pretty damn quick. I was going to say, I've taken... This is like two... This is like two months, and I've got <laughs> hardly anything. So I don't know where I'm at now, man, but... Hardly anything. My shit comes in thick. <laughs> like, thank you, work, for letting me grow my beard back. Uh. <laughs> Have you thought about taking a testosterone turtle? I know that sounds extremely emasculating. Yeah, right now I bought a, uh, I bought a kit from the beard club. I bought a growth kit from them, so nice. I'm I'm like putting on oils and uh, and whatnot. Um, See, every day. I was one of those weirdos when I was like thirteen, turning fourteen, and I, and like middle, what middle maybe middle school, I guess that's probably the start of high school. I can't remember, but I got like fucking inch or long longer, like them little fucking like like white, like you know the little baby hairs all the way across my face. I'm like, I cannot stand this anymore. Next thing you know, every couple of days, and then it was just like every other day. Like now, like even if I shave, if I shaved every day, it would still be like, "Damn, are you sure you shaved today?" Yeah, I did, but my I work remember. just recently gave that up, so I'm like, "Let it grow, let it grow." I remember nice. my ex-husband back when we were dating in high school. Uh, would grow beard hair in the weirdest of fucking places. Like, I mean, his, like, cheekbones right below his eyes. And he wouldn't shave it. It's like, Matthew, it looks really fucking stupid. I'd say mine comes in pretty low, like, compared to most people's, too. If you look like it's pretty low down here, most people get a little bit more up the side. I was going to say, I was going to say, I think I got something up in here already. Yeah, my, mine goes really low, but that's, that comes from my dad's side of the family. Like, I, I've got something, like, right here. But like I guess, I guess she's talking about like up in here. Yeah. yeah. Like, 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 like right where my glasses are, I feel here. 
my patch, even into my like late twenties and you know, cause I'm in my thirties now, but almost 30, that never grew in properly. It was almost like it was just one or two hairs and nothing. I noticed the last time I came out, that came in really good. And I'm like, yes. And guess what guys, as soon as that came in, guess what came in right behind it? You can't see him on this camera, but your boy's got gray hairs in his beard. Bro, bro, so do I. I fucking hate it. I got, I got gray up here though too. Same. Started Such getting gray hairs man. at eighteen. Yeah, I did too. Yep. Mine really started showing in late, tw like very late twenties, early. I mean, I'm in my earlier thirties now. Uh, I was gonna say twenty seven. I got 27. told today there's no way. I got told that I look like I was twenty four years old. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. I'm like double that. I was gonna yeah, say, not double that, but add ten years to it. Like, I was gonna say I got I got grays like right over here too. I'm fucking tw so, twenty seven. It's just it's just falling out. It's just it's just thinning out. We don't have to worry about going gray yet. <laughs> I got a gray spot on the top of my head. Oh, shut the fuck up, it. You're fine. Hey, in all defense though, I got a buddy that's like. A year, year and a half older than me that I've known for years. And when we were like fucking 18, he had one like right here. It's a, it's almost like a birthmark defect that he has. It's just one little pat. Like it's the size of his fucking index finger. Mm. Weird. But uh, I'll be right back, guys. I got to pee. All right. Jedi. Jedi. So uh, as far as beard stuff, do you use any product or anything with yours? A little bit. I do have a uh, like a uh, growth promoting like beer shampoo that I use. Um, a lot of like oils or things like that. Although, uh, although my beard guy Carlos uh, has been trying to sell me on it. <laughs> my beard guy. Yeah, I have a guy. <laughs> I was going to say, whenever I was just like, uh, I kind of want to do this. And I was just looking around and I saw like two or three sites that like promoted like, like things. I was just like, all right, yeah, I'll try this one. Cause I saw James Harden on it. And of course being the beard of the NBA, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Is he a distant relative of the doom guy? <laughs> No. Nah. At least I don't think so. <laughs> so Jedi, I was kind of uh looking around uh there on your channel when uh we were waiting and everything and uh Tipsy and I realized that uh you're part of a team. Uh I saw you and Hawkeye. A uh, couple. Oh, you're a part of a couple. We saw the TM gaming one. Uh, TM Gaming is one of them. Um, the main one that um, Hawkeye and I are on is um, is called the uh, Occam's Razor. Oh, I'm 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 un I'm uneducated. Um, you don't know about Occam's Razor. Yeah, o Occam's Razor is basically that. A thought or philosophy or whatever you want to call it that the the simplest solution or the simplest idea is usually the best one okay
it it the team used to be called Devil's Engine. And because the partnered streamer that started the team was uh uh he's a partnered streamer by the name Devil Rocks Gaming. And he ended up uh passing ownership of the team over to somebody, you know, to our friend Skippy. And you know, once we kind of, you know, sort of took everything over. Thank you, Otto. We decided to change the name and like we each came up with a few of them and uh, Occam's Razor was the one that won it. It's funny because what you said, it sounds like it should be like an adult swim show. Our friend Skippy. Hmm. Well, his, on, uh, his, getting unfriended. Well, his Twitch name is uh, Skippy on the t- <laughs> Definitely not a place where I'd want my Skippy. <laughs> I was very uh, drawn into the TM one whenever I like clicked on the page and was reading into it. Like, it, that seems like a good community. Like, legit. They are. They are a great community. I think I saw like 40 some streamers. Yeah. Um one of the guys that's uh in charge of it, uh uh it's a KGM Junior 32. But I just call him KG, but really solid guy. Turtle, very, very random. But uh this, I've actually good. only been a part of that team for a year. Oh. Okay. Um, that was actually uh, that was actually sort of a birthday present last year. He came into my uh, he, <laughs> KG popped into my uh, my birthday stream last year and was like, uh, "Hey Jedi, check your DM." And he was like, "I just need like," and it said something about like your. Uh, I just need like whatever like your email address or whatever because they got to send you this. He's like, "Cause you're the newest member of TM." Oh, that's awesome. He's like, oh, I'm yeah. giving you a team membership for your birthday. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're awesome. I love you, buddy. Uh, Corn, what do you want to say? I got to remember. Oh, yeah. Um, just a heads up. Don't get bummed out because you haven't played Shredder's Revenge yet. You have to unlock Casey Jones by beating the game once. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me that at the beginning. So that's why I'm hoping that tomorrow night um, when we play through it, we can finish it so that that way the 24, I can play as Casey. Yeah, it's not a long. I mean, it's not a real long week. As long as we trek through it, we'll get through it quick. Oh, make sure to invite me because I'm very interested in starting it. You have it? Yes, I bought it. We need a four. We need a fourth for tomorrow. Bro, you can go more than four. Oh, can you? Isn't it six? How how low do I have it? I have it literally the whole way, Rex. I'll double check that, but I'm pretty sure you can even go up to six on that. Oh, because you can probably have one of each character. Probably. I'm double checking too. You can have up to four player in local co-op or an insane six players online. We're technically online, so yeah. Yeah. Let's go. 
I'll wait. Right there. I'll we, wait. Got, we got four if you got you got tipsy, me, you, auto. Like right there's a four starter. Let's get it. I don't remember the night. I was like, yeah, I have $25 in Steam credit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. I bought it because I wanted to play with you guys. Okay. Yeah. Then uh tomorrow night we're playing. That's why I literally quit playing it. I was like, I'm not gonna burn myself out on this because I knew that's what I would do if I kept playing it. No, I don't want to. Uh, or I'll talk. I want to check my messages on Forza. Got a couple, apparently. Okay. Rex, I'm sorry. I was able to go up one more tick, so I just had to turn down Tipsy and um, Corn. But Shredder's Revenge was a fun game. Yes. I think yes. you'll enjoy it. Jedi, if you want to play tomorrow night. Oh, so. Uh, depends, depends on the time. Uh, so I work 10 to 10, so it'll probably be like between 10.30 and 11, depending on what time everybody else can be on. So about the same time as podcast time tonight. Well, I'll be an hour later. I got to work in the old castle tonight. Okay, so then probably 11. The old castle. Probably 11.30. So probably ten thirty or something. I probably won't. I, say I probably won't leave until eleven thirty. You know, in that place. I, um, okay, never I mind. Normally have a, I normally have a co-stream every other Saturday, but we don't usually go late. I can just message you whenever I know an absolute time. Auto, auto. I okay. might have to. I'm auto. I might have to get back to you on that um, because if we're talking midnight our time, so that's nine o'clock your time, auto and. Jedi probably eleven year time, but I'll just I can just message it. We can just I can just do a I can do message. That. I can do that. All right, sounds good. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to play through at least one full time. Random cry for you. What's Remember up? how uh, you wanted that Diablo GTR for Forza Horizon Five? Guess how you actually get it? How? Huh? Buy the Diablo SV in the top lot. You know the uh when you buy use your points to level up the car like XP or don't wreck this blah blah top right top lot uh yeah top right corner. Unlock the Diablo GTR. 50 points. That's how you actually unlock it. So since I, is that are you talking about the SV, the 90s, the 1997 one that I yeah, have? Yeah, if you buy the if you buy the SV, one of the one of the uh the character one of the car perk points is to get a GTR. Oh well then okay. Yeah, I'm gonna must I'm gonna have to tell Neon he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> like, well then, I'm, uh, well then I'm gonna stop wasting all my points on other cars. I'm gonna start using that. Going to well, go ahead and take quick, dude. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, have a good night, Auto. Uh, I'll message you about a time for for Ninja Turtles tomorrow night. Matter of fact, I'm gonna double confirm that for you right now while I'm still on the game because I don't have an SV yet, so I'm buying one. <laughs> Because, you know, can't have not have enough Lamborghinis. Uh, Otto, I was just telling you, have a good night. Um, we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, man. Take care, dude. Jedi, that was so... Oh, Jedi, are you into spooky stuff, uh, like, horror at all? Dude, I fucking love horror. Nice. In fact, actually, hold on. I'm gonna... Uh... Get up for a second to grab something that I want to show you guys. Okay. I yeah, I saw that. I was like, oof. <laughs> Ew. 
it dropped, but. Oh, I say I've been keeping a little bit of an eye on it. I was like, yeah. Mm hmm. Um. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, turtle. A lot of the cars are like versions you can't find like that. I literally found a list of cars today that somebody was talking about randomly on like either Facebook or YouTube. But like here, I won't. I'll I'll, I'll send you a text screenshot just to show you. Like, I literally just bought a Lamborghini um, Diablo SV, which I didn't have. And the top car has like a little gift wrap Christmas present in it. For for, for fifty points, you can get the uh, GTR. Fifty. So I can. Yeah, that's not bad, dude. That's an easy way to turn around and sell another one. Like, it's a nightmare, nightmare in Elm Street box set signed by Robert England. Oh, nice. Let's go. I had the chance that's to meet up. him at the first Comic Con I went to. I had the chance to meet him. I had the chance to meet Stan Lee, but I just wound up meeting fucking Norman Reedus. The first con I went to, I met um, her name's uh, Melissa Hutchison. She does the voice of Clementine in the Walking Dead game. Oh, yeah. And I was like, because I, I went to her discussion panel at the end of the night. It was like one of the last panels running. Me and her just sat there for like a half hour after, like after the panel ended, just bullshitting and talking. And like she is so down there. She's like one of the coolest famous people I ever met. I think I have a picture and, with Jessica Negri. Oh wow. But like she wasn't even the one trying to like get away and like end the conversation. My buddy Will was like, Clint, if you don't get your ass up right now, I'm leaving you here. Good luck getting home. <laughs> famous people that I've met have are all in the, like the music scene. I haven't really met too many of uh Actors, I do have a signed Jason mask though from Kane Hodder. Oh, nice! I'm trying to get uh, I bought his book, I'm trying to get that signed, and I'm gonna put them both in a case. Oh, the, I, I did actually meet one person from uh, the, the Star Wars universe, actually, it was uh, Anthony Daniel C3PO. Oh, nice! Let's go. The first year that they had the the big Star Wars convention in Chicago, um, it happened to be the same weekend that they had a C two E two. Well, a buddy of mine, um, my buddy Nathan, was in town for a work convention that he had, and it was at the opposite end of the convention center where the Star Wars con was. So mm -hmm. he ended up buying he ended up buying a, a ticket like for the whole weekend. Well, he had to go back a day early and he wasn't going to use the Sunday path. So he's like, Hey Clint, you want it? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, right here. See star Wars fan. <laughs> and I was sitting there and I got there like really early because he had to go to the airport. So we had to check out of the hotel. And I'm sitting there and I had forgotten to charge my phone. So I walked all over the place to try to find the, like the first open outlet I can. I'm sitting there. And apparently I started the line for a discussion panel room. Ended up being for the Mandalorian, which was really cool. And uh, yeah, so I got to meet Pedro Pascal and uh, Gina Carano. They were so awesome. Anyway, so I'm sitting there. And I see Anthony Daniels, like, 
walking kind of fast. And I nerded out so hard. I'm I'm not a small dude as you guys just saw when I got up. Um I am no small dude. I somehow leapt up from sitting on the ground. Like and practically pounced right in front of him. And I just gave him a huge hug. Because I love hugs. Um cute. And I was like, dude. I was like, oh my god. I was like, I know you gotta go. I don't wanna be that guy, but I fucking love you. And yeah. I I figured he was kind of rushing somewhere, but I was like, I just had to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's funny because I had somewhat of the same reaction when I met Craig Mabbitt. Okay. Um, yeah, I was at um, it was in Silver Spring, Maryland, when at the Fillmore. Whenever no, no, it wasn't Silver Spring. It was Baltimore Soundstage. I it was when Escape the Fate was there with uh, I think it was New Year's Day. And uh, hell yeah. And I was like, I kind of just want to see these guys and then fucking leave anyway. I don't want to see hell yeah. So we were leaving and Craig was like going out to his car or whatever to leave. And I was just like, oh, Craig. And then he he heard me like because I couldn't fucking contain it. It wasn't just a oh, Craig. It was like, oh, Craig. And I like fucking screamed or whatever uh, <laughs> and he girl. fucking yeah girl. yeah i did and he he was like he was like he looked at somebody and he was like do i got time to go have a picture with him i was like oh. and when i realized it was me i was like and they said yeah i was like oh my god i ran up and i like half hugged him i was like oh my god i'm so excited and i actually got to take a picture and then i then he was like okay now you got to go kid i was like okay <laughs> I fangirled Robert England so freaking hard. But it was, he is so personable. He is one of the most down to earth, nicest people you will ever, like, ever meet. I feel like, I feel like a lot of people can be like that. Or probably most people are probably like that. But then there's the fans that over, that overly abuse it, that make them turn sour. Because, like, People, some people will say that shit about like some people, but they're literally just like maybe they just have like a bad fucking fan. Because I've heard good and bad about meeting like Ronnie Radke. Because I am a big Ronnie Radke fan, but I've heard good and bad about meeting him. But I've literally seen him be a fucking good person. You would be very surprised how down to earth and personable Norman Reedus is. Remind me, remind me. I'm I'm not putting a face to that name for some dumb reason. Why am I not? Oh, Daryl. Oh, oh. We're one and a half of the Boondock Saints. Wait, wait, Daryl. Fucking movie. Walking Dead, Daryl. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. That's all I needed. He has to wear sunglasses when around bright lights. He got into a car wreck when he was in Germany once. He broke some bones. He is very, very, very sensitive to bright light. Um, I remember the girls, like two people in front of us in line, were crying because they were meeting him. 
and he said, please, please don't cry. You're going to make me cry, please. <laughs> it was so cute. And we have a Daryl Dixon uh, figurine signed by him somewhere. I was trying to get something like that of fucking John. Um, I can never say his last name that played Punisher. I was trying to do that, but they they sold out whenever I actually had money. Thank you. I love him. I fucking love that dude. Like legit. That is my that is my Punisher. That is my Punisher. Because he's the brother. Wait, which wait, which one? Uh, the the TV show, the Netflix series Punisher. Yeah, dude, he is the Punisher. Like no nobody else. No. Or no, or no. Shane from Walking Dead. Yeah. Shane. But but that Michael dude beats him as an actor. She's like, yeah, he wasn't Merle. He was Shane. He plays such a douchebag character, and I'm like, yeah, but in The Walking Dead, he had to. Like, that was... It was literally his character. He just did yes, good at his character. Yes, yeah. he did damn good at it, to be honest. Oh, with God. It's just, it's just like people. some people say that they, they can't fucking stand the actor that plays Clay from um, Sons of Anarchy because he's literally in all of his, his roles that he has to play. He is the fucking villain. Funny though, because when I've seen him outside of that, he's like one of the most chill people I've ever seen. Like, so I, I don't, I really enjoy him too. He, he's a like I, I'll say it, dude. I fucking hated him when I was watching Sons of Anarchy. I couldn't fucking stand the dude. Yeah, but they wanted you to hate him. I, that's what, that's what I'm getting at. That's what, that's what I'm getting at here. Exactly. A thing for motorcycles. I have done motorcycle training. Y'all make me want to actually fucking watch that shit. It's a good show. My fucking back tattoo, my guy, is fucking. I am committed to that fucking show. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was one of the one, one of the few shows that like really got me emotional at the end too. Like, I cried so many times over that fucking show. So yes. basically, what you're saying is, I'm gonna fall in love with Opie and then have my heart ripped out of my ass. More than just him, it's every single character on that show for the most part. You're gonna like a lot of them, and then you're gonna be like, "What?" Don't don't get attached to too many people. Yeah, don't. Yeah. But with Walking Dead, though, uh, you got some of the coolest people on that. Like, just some of the greatest, coolest, like, actors on that series. Now, granted, I never, finished the, I never finished the series, but some of the people were just great. The first con I ever went to was a Walker Stalker. Ooh, wow. So I, I, that was where I met um, Melissa Hutchinson. And um, I had actually met there, too. I couldn't get in to see like John Barenthal or like um, Norman Reedus just because, you know, the lines were astronomical. But I got to meet um, Josh McDermott, who played Eugene, and Michael Cudlitz, who played Abraham. Someone someone that I would love to meet would probably be the actor that fucking played Negan. Like, I had the, uh, oh, he would be cool. But I had the coolest story with Josh McDermott, though. Um, who was he again? Eugene. Okay, thank you. Oh, he I was have, fantastic. I have issues with uh, one of my uh, one of my life, and um, a little bit with like my spine and my lower back. And sometimes, if I'm going to a big event like that or something, I I need a cane. So I had my cane. And I'm standing there in line. And, you know, I'm just I'm just standing there, just patient. And I 
I'm just kind of looking out in the audience, just, you know, kind of taking everything in. Well, I say audience, but the con floor. And all of a sudden, I feel this set of hand on my shoulder. And kind of like this, like, little, like, light, like, massage, rub, whatever, you know. Yeah, the like typical a, yeah. brotherly. But, yeah, but it was coming from behind me, and I'm really jumpy sometimes. I'm, I'm, I'm great for when I stream horror, even though I haven't done it in a while, because I jump scare pretty damn easily. But, <laughs> so I startled, and I look over my shoulder, because I'm thinking I'm about to take this cane and kill whoever's touching Wallop. And I turn, and it's Josh McDermott. He's like, he's like, he's like, don't worry about it, bro. He's like, you'll you'll be up there before you know it. And yeah, he got settled in, and he actually, you know, he said something to you know the the few people that were in front of me, and they actually let me go ahead. Of, he asked them if I could go ahead of them just because of you know. I, I didn't say a single word about, you know, anything. And I wasn't complaining about having to stand there. I wouldn't, you know, complain about like my foot hurting or anything like that. But yeah, he actually kind of like pulled me out of the rest of the line. And like, so I could actually like meet him first. Aww. Yeah. And then when I met Michael Cudlitz shortly after that, I looked at him and I was like, Oh, no, I did it when I was standing. Well, because he was over at like the next stall or whatever you want to call it. And while I was there with Josh, I called out to Michael Cutlass. I'm like, yo, Abraham. I'm like, you punch my boy Eugene here in the face one more time. I was like, you're the one who's going to get knocked out. (laughs) And he knew I was. Like he could tell by the way I said it, like the theatricality of it, I was just fucking around. I got a kick out of it. And he was like, he was like, yeah. He's like, what you gonna do? I was like, I'm gonna get your picture. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. He's like, yeah, come on over here. So I got, I got a really good picture with me and uh, Michael Cutlitz actually. That's great. See, that's the thing. That's the humanity, man. Like, it's why I really, really, corn. I would love if uh, we could get uh, time together to actually go to one of these because I feel like we'd have a good time. Oh, yeah, I agree. Oh, they're they're great. Like, we just got to find the right one with like pe- some that like both of us would want to see because I'm trying to go to like a horror con because there are so many horror actors I want to meet. There, because like another one, by the way, like uh, Tipsy, you were saying about uh, about Daryl's actor having having issues, and I think I brought it up last week about uh, Kane Hodder with his hands. Kane Hodder has to wear gloves because mm-hmm. of burns. I I don't I don't remember seeing which movie it was or what what it was that he was filming, but they had like a Cairo. A I just said it wrong, but a pyro. yeah, a pyro, pyro. Inst- a pyro instant. I was saying Cairo. Why the Kyra must be talking about me. You goddamn asshole. <laughs> but. He's asleep by now. He's fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Sleep is for the week. Jedi, I was getting at a horror. Um, as far as horror games, what yeah. what's your plan right now with horror games? Like, is there any that you're planning on playing soon or anything like that? I know I'm being recommended the Quarry because I haven't played it yet. But what's on your list for horror stuff right now? Well, I got a couple I'm thinking of. I don't know if it. I think well, one of the next ones that I'm gonna play. If you wanna call it horror, I've heard people call it other things, but I think the very next one I'm gonna play is Man of Medan. Oh, it's yes. fantastic! Because I've played Until Dawn and I loved it. I will say it is not as good as of Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard that same thing. That's all right. Um, I also want to play Outlast two because oh. the first Outlast, what? Outlast two wasn't good. No, it's the fucking trauma. Oh god. <laughs> I'm the opposite with that. I'm the opposite. I was not a big fan. If you really want to like know what happens, there's some really good playthroughs. If you're really wanting to know, but it has nothing to do with the story. As far from what I understand, it has nothing to do with the story. You're not even at the hospital. It's it's a completely different time with the first one. I've streamed it twice. I I thought I was gonna play it over the course of a couple of days. I pulled an all-nighter and streamed it in one sitting. The whole game front to end. I did it in two. No, I did it in three streams. I did it in three streams because I was doing like a couple hours at a time. It was such a good freaking game. It was super good. And then the second the second one is such a... Did you play the DLC? No, I... The I ending is... That's worth it. That's... If you really, really want to play an Outlast 2, just play, just play that. Just play that. Don't... As far as I was to watch a, watch a playthrough, if you really, really want to see it, I think Markiplier has a playthrough. I think a couple others have it. You can watch it because it really does not have anything to do with the story. It's, I mean, to be honest with you, watch the first episode of a playthrough of it. And if it's, if you feel that you can get into it, go for it. Otherwise, don't, don't recommend. First little bit of it offline and then decide if it's something that I want to stream, I'll just stop and be like, okay. Oh, if you already own it, if you already own it, then go for it. I, I, I was going to say, if you don't, I would not buy it. <laughs> no, I, I, I got it for free somewhere. But no, there's, there's a few horror games that I, there's a few, ga- few games that I could uh, get in. But I want a Heavy Rain too. I want another Heavy Rain. I loved Heavy Rain. Okay, my my situation with Heavy Rain. I played through the game twice. Uh, the first time, well, three. I got and I after I played through it, I looked up all of the all of the endings. I got the most depressing ending on my first playthrough. Oh. Dude, I was depressed for a whole week after playing that game. Like, because I was so emotionally involved in the game. Like, I invested a lot emotionally into that experience. And I just walked around, like, really depressed. My mom was like, she's like, dude, who died? (laughs) I'm like, well... There was Ethan, you know, there was Lauren, and I've listed, like, were they friends? I'm like, 
No, they're a video game character. Like, you're getting all this shit over a video game? Thank I you like for mentioning like, Man of Madon because you reminded me that I need to start Little Hope. I want to play that one too. It's after but, Man of Madon, and then after that is uh, House of Athens. And okay. then after that, uh, I don't know if it's come out yet, but uh, The Devil in Me. I don't think that one's out yet. Because but, Until Dawn is actually not part of the anthology. Apparently. Apparently. We all believe so, but apparently. The other game that I might play, even though I've already played through it offline, uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine. Because I have a save on the Xbox from playing, you know, from beating the game. The second playthrough, like, if, if you guys have, like, played through the game before, there's a camera that you obtain toward the end of the game. And it lets you see, like, hidden messages written on walls and things like that. If you start a second playthrough, you already have the camera. And you can go through the entire game, like, seeing all of these, like, little hidden, like, messages and shit on the walls and everything. And I'm like, that would be cool to do on stream. It really would. Like, that'd be kind of cool. Because I don't, I don't, like, as far as anybody I've seen stream the game and things like that, I've never seen that. I'm also seeing that the, uh, that The Devil and Me is the finale of the first season. That gives me hope for the horror scene. Because those are fantastic games. Agreed, like... If only I hadn't played Man of Madon on a 4K TV with horrible latency. Ooh. You know another game I really want to stream? What's that? Stray. Oh. I just bought that. Bro. We have uh, PlayStation Plus, so... Uh, I thought about getting the upgraded tier of Plus here not not too far in the future, so if I do, I'll grab that. I don't have a PS5 yet. I'm still I'm still on a four. Listen, you don't have to have a PS5. No, but I will. I'll be the one to say it worth it. Yeah, worth it if you. Can. I, I mean, I want. I, I at some point want one, but I just want to play as a cat. Yeah. Like just run around as a fucking cat out here on my PC. Fucking stream that game. I'm not a cat person at all, but I played the beginning of that game, and I was like. He's so fucking adorable. Bro, I, I was watching Kari. Get me a cat, but when you have eight dogs. Literally, I had no idea what the word it was. I just saw, oh, Kari streaming. Oh, what the fuck is this? It's adorable. It's the cameras for me. Like, I almost, like, I almost named the cat. It's the cameras for me, Jedi. The little wiggle that they do. They, they do the little dance. Um, <laughs> it's so adorable. It is like the very, very beginning of the game. Like one of the, like the first shot. You look, there's like a group. There's like a little group of them. Like a little group of kittens. And you can walk up to each one of them and like play with them. And then when they, and then when they like go to sleep, like to transition to the next scene, they, like they go to sleep and they're like all like cuddled up next to each other. And. Even though I say I'm not a cat person, that was just the most fucking adorable thing I've ever seen in my goddamn life. <laughs> Even though, like, my heart melted. It's, it's funny, because you were talking about naming the cat. 
even though the movie came out more than 10 years before I was born, I have this strong urge to name him Milo. Ah. <laughs> uh. Because my childhood was, I loved Milo and Otis. If I was gonna, if I was gonna go that route, I'd have to name the cat Oliver. Oh, Oliver and Company. Mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about Oliver Queen. That, that was the first like cat movie I could remember, animated cat movie I could remember as a kid. <laughs> I thought you were talking. Uh, far, I'll be right back though. I thought you were talking about Oliver Queen. Uh, but uh, Orange drinking too much. She's got a piss. <laughs> Listen, oh my, no Jedi. Order is <laughs> great. I, I. Oh god. I, okay. The, I think one of the most fun horror games that I've streamed, at least one of the most fun experiences I've had streaming a horror game, was Resident Evil Seven. Wow. Actually, I, I've never been too big into those games. Like I've always been if I if I play those games like I like two. I played the remake of two. Uh, I've played five. And I, I think four. I think four. It was wonderful. I played the beginning of one, the beginning of five. Um, I played all the way through Code Veronica. Yo. Because I was hanging out with well, I was hanging out with a buddy of mine who was recovering from uh, knee surgery. So I know we have like it's either two copies of Code Veronica or two copies of Zero, and I don't know which it is. But but I wanted to play seven because it looked like a lot different from other other games. And my buddy Blaine was streaming it and I was like, okay, yeah, I could I could rock this. So I go and I'm streaming it. And uh well one, I jump scare easily. There's a there's a clip that Hawkeye's used in my videos a couple of times uh, from when I was playing that game. I'm going up this uh, staring. I go to open this door and this like freaky like spider bitch just like jump scares like right in front of me. And I literally just like jumped back in my chair and I'm like, you bitch, you bitch, you fucking bitch. <laughs> like, I feel I was horrible. that startled. I feel horrible that like my friend literally restarted eight just to show me the game. And 10 minutes in, I fell asleep. Oh, no. And she's like, I've been playing this game for 30 minutes, and I just noticed that you're asleep. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jedi, another good game for stream. Uh, if you're talking horror, at Dead of Night. You I really like that game, huh? I love it. Hold up. I have a clip I can show. I think if it's going to be nice to me. Thanks. Bouncing around that little skull. Mm-hmm. I say, hold on before you start it. I'm just wishlisting it. Um, so I can. 
I like how I just noticed. Oh, and of course, the first video when I go to the Steam Store page is a video of Markiplier playing it. Of course. Okay, there. I like how I just noticed that Otto said, have fun with Tipsy. Okay, I'm going to switch over to this real quick. And here we go. Now, uh, Jedi, I have it on stream real quick. Okay. I have it pulled up. Let me, um... Once it's actually, like, showing and catch caught up to me. I see oh, it. No, I, I need to unmute so I can... Which one is this? This is at dead of night. Okay. That was so dumb. To keep my coffee machine too too close to the side, and I totally just hit a little bit of water. <laughs> okay, so it's point and click. Whoa! Oh fuck! Oh. <laughs> What I miss. What do you think? He just jump scared me. <laughs> no, one of the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna play that game. I'm gonna get that when I get paid. Definitely scared the shit out of me. Okay, so I love that game. Which. Do you want a refresher on what the point of the game is? Or do you want to go in without any knowledge? You can, you can say something. I'm, okay, so I'm, you, I'm, play I'm as a, you play as this girl. Of, okay, with go the ahead. Exception of Star Wars, I'm, with the exception of Star Wars, I'm okay with like mild So a background of what's going on is you play as a character... And you are going to some type of event with your friends and they do like part of the drive and then they're going to stop at this hotel and you go to the hotel, you're getting checked in and you meet the bar, the hotel person and you get a room and then you basically realize that you find out later that your friends are tied up and they're in the hotel and you have to find a way to save them and leave. And that motherfucker turns out to be, well, he has two personalities, basically. Mm. Horrifically sadistic or kinky. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I recommend that game to anybody that wants something fun. Um, And there's a lot of, there's basically ghost stories and things. And so part of what you're doing is like finding out the actual story behind the whole hotel. Oh, that's cool. There's four total. I think there's four total stories that you have to piece together. Oh, that'd be a lot of fun. I I did it in three or four streams in total. I forget how many, but I think I did it basically in three, but I saved the final mission as one full stream sorry my attention was diverted to my recommended channels and critical is definitely in there i love i love critical uh 
And he's playing a Sir as Rav. And I fucking love that game. You remind me I need to follow. But, but Jedi, when it comes to horror as well, when it goes to the movie side of the iconic slashers, do you have a top three? As far as just movies or the slashers themselves? Slashers themselves. Or if it's separate, you can do slashers themselves versus the movies. Well, I'm going to go with just the slashers because my the m- movies change depending on my mood. That's very and, fair. That's very fair. But like the characters and the actors, I'm pretty loyal to people. So there. Um, number one. Obviously, Robert Englund, Freddy Krueger. Okay, I give you that. Oh yeah. Um, second, um, I'm trying to remember. Okay, yeah, if we're going like. Slashers, then I've just got to go with. Uh, I, I mean, I got to go with Michael Myers. Okay. For for the silent slasher. I always did like that he was stocky, like that, like that. That always it always made it fun because it seemed like Jason tried to do stocky sometimes. I feel like we should take a night. It doesn't have to be once a week, maybe even once a month. Maybe we should have a slasher night because I have only seen oh, H2O. I am so down. Oh, there are some really, really good ones and some really, really bad ones. What of Halloween? Yeah. Well, the new one's coming out soon. I know. And I'm definitely going to do a Discord night for that because I the last Discord movie night I did was uh was the new uh Texas Chainsaw. The most recent one. So so yeah, we'll do a we'll do a watch party for uh, Halloween ends. And then um but before then we can always do one because I believe that's coming out here. Of course they're gonna do it here in um October, but I, I don't have it. I don't remember seeing the date, so we'll figure that out. As long as that's not a podcast night, we can do it night that it comes out. I just hate the fact that the only Halloween I've ever seen is the non-canonical one. We can fix that. Number three? I don't like the way you said that. And even even though I think the (laughs) franchise itself completely went off the rails, I loved just sort of the psychology of the guy but jigsaw none of the copy none of the copycats none of the you know other people but no the actual john kramer jigsaw john kramer himself yes beautiful because of i mean 
think of like how creative. Yeah, I mean, he was smart because he knew how to build all that shit. He had um, his reasons, and yeah. he always gave them an out. Oh yeah. He he had a purpose to he it. He didn't pick innocence. I can appreciate your list. I like your list. It's just missing. It's just missing Jason, and I'm upset about that. But that's okay. Wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love me some Jason. Now, granted, was it the there was that really shitty Friday the Thirteenth remake? I've only seen the original. or reboot or reboot or whatever from. It was like within the years. But then again, the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street with Jackie Earl Haley, the guy that was a Rorschach from The Watchmen, that was an atrocity. I only liked Quentin in that. And I like that they gave the full backstory because I feel like they never did that in the original. They only like hinted at some of it, but they never really explained it. So that's the only thing I really, really did like about the remake for, for Freddy. I'm sorry, I'm going to butt in a little bit because that's my true tipsy way. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just finished the final season or the final available season of uh, Stranger Things and I was so fucking pumped for the fact that Robert England was in that. Yes, I just recently binged the entire series myself. Because I, I hadn't watched it until like the past month or so. I haven't watched it yet. Oh. When, when it's I okay, I'm not worried about spoilers. But now you have me excited, by the way. Now you very much have me excited for that. It's a small part, but when you finally realize that it is him, I I literally had to get out of the bed and go and tell everybody in the house. <laughs> That's great. I I think I might have alerted everybody in the house by how loud I screamed holy shit when I saw him. Like, holy I shit, that's Robert at first. But then what it said at the end of the episode featuring Robert England, I was like, no. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Well, that's kind, of, that's kind of like how they brought Marilyn Manson into uh, Sons. Like, I got super, super excited about that when I noticed it. And he played such a really good part. Like, he actually had, like, a returning part in the show for a while. And that was super exciting. It's kind of like Lady Gaga's part in American Horror Story. She was fantastic. Apparently, the past two seasons have been really good at that, too. Like, I haven't watched a lot since. Story, it's, there is, it depends on your tastes. If you're going to like it or not, I haven't because, like when it comes to like Roanoke. Eh, I haven't watched since the election year one. Apocalypse. Eh. I haven't watched since the election one. I Asylum's really it. good. I can't watch that series. Why? Um, because an ex? W- no, one of um. Oh God, no! There's so many things that like. Well, I can't watch Scrubs because of Max. Oh. She and I started watching it together, and then I, to, well, yeah, long story short, we're just not together, but. It's kind of like, that's the reason I have a problem with, uh, it's always sunny. Mm. Such a good show. I'm afraid of clowns. 
And I know that there's one of the earlier seasons. Freak show. Something to do. Yeah. Freak show. Freak show. And how I discovered that that what it was. I was out of town visiting a buddy of mine and we went to this. I remember we went to this like English pub for dinner. And I got up and excused myself to go take a leak. And I, I look up, you know, and it was a little promo poster for a freak show with a clown right there. I had a problem with clowns as a child because my grandma had the VHS of the original It. I'll tell you guys in a second why I like what prompted my clowns and it was a movie, but it wasn't it. Um, no, but like, like I shit you not. Like as soon as I saw that my dick still out, I just turned and bolted into the first stall and just continued there <laughs> because I could not piss with like a demonic clown staring at me. Can't, can't judge on that <laughs> No, 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 no. That's bro. That's pretty. <laughs> I said I jump scare and startle easy. I'm a very reactive person. It was the my dick fell out. No, it was still out because I I had I had just started. I stopped midstream, turned around, and all that. I love that. Okay, so so the fear of clown started when I was five. Uh, we went to a, I remember it was, uh, like me and my parents and, uh, we went to a drive-in theater and I don't remember what the first movie was. The second was the original Poltergeist. They must've assumed that I was going to be asleep by then. They really should be paying my therapy bills. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, um, I was close to the, I was kind of close to the same age as the son was in the movie. I was just a little bit younger. So I see him, you know, getting, you know, Attacked and almost killed and eaten by this freaking doll. By this clown doll. Scared the shit out of me. And about a year later, we we went to a circuit. And I don't know if I just didn't realize that there were going to be clowns there. But there were. And you know how sometimes they'll try to interact with kids in the audience and try to even like get them to like, you know, come up and like, you know, do something. Well, the clown targeted me. My only exposure to clowns before had been poltergeist. I start freaking out when he comes up to me and he's trying to get me to stand up out of my seat. 
I'm bawling. I'm screaming. I'm freaking the fuck out. Because I'm thinking he's going to kill me and eat me. Even though that I realized years later that wasn't the case. But still. Trying to take you. I was traumatized. <laughs> You'll float too. It's funny because like touching on the on the uh, topic of, I guess, childhood fears. I feel like a lot of my fears, other than, you know, the generic, ah, the dark. When I did say I had a fear, it felt like it was more of, I'm not really scared of this. I just feel like I need the attention. I need somebody to console me because of this fear, even though it's not a real fear. And then as I matured, I was like, there's only one thing that I'm truly fucking terrified of, and it's the unknown, whether it be aliens or the afterlife. Who's that? That's fair. Mm-hmm. So, that Walker Stalker kind of mentioned? I got scared by a clown there. Oh. This motherfucker was massively tall. So, I had... I had actually just gotten this tattoo. Oops. Oops. Yeah, so I, I had just gotten this tattoo. And my my buddy Matt was a little bit across the way. And he 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 knew my thing to wow. He's like he's like, hey Clint, don't He's like, whatever you do, he's like, don't move. I was like, okay. It's like she panicked more. And he's like, he's like, whatever you do, don't look behind you. So what's the first thing you're going to do? Look behind you. I look behind you. <laughs> well, it was more first, I kind of looked up a little bit and I'm turning around. This guy was almost seven feet tall. And he was a zombified clown. And how tall are you? Like, just shy of 5'9". Oh, fuck, so I'm the tallest one here. And... I just started shaking. And he... Puts his hands on my shoulder. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, well, the logical, rational part of Ventral Jedi knows that this guy's not going to murder me right in front of midday con floor. The reactive part of me, oh God, I'm about to fucking die. My buddy looks at me. And just busts out of his camera and takes a picture. He's like, this is fucking priceless. <laughs> I just looked at him and I'm like, you. I'll be right back, guys. Yeah. Just reminded that I am too tall. <laughs> How tall am I, man? I'm 5'10". Okay. Um. 
that makes me the tallest in this in the chat and the youngest. Oh god, that means I'm really the oldest. Yeah, I'm 24. I'm 45. We're all struggling. <laughs> it's been a very long time since I've been actually tipsy because I usually get high. So it's mm -hmm. like <laughs> I'm I'm out of my supply there. Well, I can't get high until I get a job. <sighs> Mine is due to assist. I can't because I got assist on one of my testicles. I feel so bad for you, like dude. Hell. Well, I uh, I broke that on my three days off a couple days ago and decided to see what happened. Day uh, one, heaven. Drain it? Day two. Well, I, I think it's I think it's I think it is draining. That's the thing because you can't do it. You know what I mean? Like I can't. They'd have to cut me open and take it off. That's the thing. They have to like completely lance it and take out the sack. Yeah, and yeah. They basically have to yeah. take everything behind my fucking balls out to be completely blunt. But either way, day two is kind of like ah. There's a little tiny bit. Day three it was like thirty minutes of me sitting in my fucking chair, like oh, oh great, this bullshit again, like. Because I can oh, understand I, uh, to an extent, <laughs> I had uh, there is a gland in. This is gonna sound weird because lady, lady parts as opposed to testicles, but there is <laughs> a gland inside that, of course, is where you actually make the lubricant, and it mm -hmm. can get impacted and turn into a cyst. Oh. And I have had that. And uh, yeah, ouch. Oh, here, here, here comes Turtle. Turtle's willing to the correct time. <laughs> oh, actually, funny enough, Turtle doesn't know like the full extent of that. The other night, but we were playing Forza, and I had like maybe two or three shots of Fireball, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna hit my bong." And I, oh, dude, and I got so goddamn high and so drunk because of the little tolerance I fucking had for it. Oh, I was like, I literally laid in front of my fucking, like, where I keep my PlayStation and stuff on the floor for, like, 30 minutes watching American History X because I was so stoned and so fucking drunk that I couldn't fucking stare at the Forza screen. I don't want AFK on the motherfuckers. I felt so bad. Those crossfades are nice, though. They are. I seriously so messed up. All I did was watch American History X. <laughs> That movie's fucking nuts. I love that yeah. movie. I love that movie. I feel like every history class around, I don't know, what's the best what's the best age to really be able to fully understand that movie? Probably like ninth grade? Probably like eighth or ninth grade? I don't think I've seen it, so. Ooh. We're going movie night. To a doohickey town. We, we, are, we are doing class it. class with 60-something people. Yeah, we're doing movie night for that movie. Um, we're doing a slasher night, and then we're doing that. Fuck yeah. You, you watched that in college? Yeah. Nice. See. You know what my college showed me? Fucking, uh... Ah, fuck! What was it called? It had Tilda Swinton in it. The one where she... It's... It, I don't know if he turns into a woman or she turns into a man. 
Oh yeah, I, I actually as far as like watching movies in class in high school, my senior year of high school, I took a sci-fi lick. It's Orlando. We watched Total Recall. We watched Blade Runner. We watched John Carpenter's The Thing. Total Recall. Ugh. Dude, when we watched Thing, my teacher pointed out a very interesting observation. He's like, when y'all were watching, he's like, you guys were like just totally cool with like all the blood and gore and chests ripping open and everything. He's like, he's like, but when they had to just cut their finger just to give a little blood sample, he's like, I saw every one of you cringe. <laughs> and we're, I looked at him and I was like, yeah, because that shit's real. It hurts. God, you're OK. So I donated plasma today. And today, when she did my finger prick, she, like, pricked me. And then she was like, I'm not getting enough blood from this prick. Can I prick you again? And I was like, yeah, why not? So I got pricked twice today. I've had to do my finger, like, six times one time because of my... Uh, yeah, being diabetic. Coagulated. Ooh, oh, no. Well, just being diabetic and I have to do my finger sticks. No, I mean, like, you couldn't get any blood out because you were coagulated. Whatever that means. No, it's because I, well, maybe it's the same issue that I have sometimes is because you, like, you would have to do it so often. You, a lot of times, like, I would tend to use the same finger. It's a lot of the callousing over. It's harder to... Pinkies. Pinkies. I always do my pinkies. I always do my middle finger. And twice a yeah. week. Of course, it's not as much as you, but it's always my fucking middle finger. And always on my right hand. Yeah, I've been. I was diagnosed in 08 when I was like 13. Ooh. Yeah, I'm type 1. I have to take insulin. I was diagnosed around 2009? 2010? Something like that. Um. Yeah, I, I had done some blood work and then I got a phone, like how I found out, I just got a phone call and it was a voicemail or I, they had to leave a voicemail and so I didn't recognize the number, but it ended up being my doctor's office and they were like, uh, yeah, Clint, uh, you're diabetic. They're, the doctor wants you to come in and see him. I'm like, couldn't wait to tell me this shit in person. It's really yeah, funny. Kidding. I was like, it's I really found out like freaking voicemail. Yeah, that's kind of ass. Yeah, that's a fucked up voicemail. Yeah, Mike, it runs really, really bad in my family, and my grandma noticed like some some similarities, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna. I need you to use my meter real quick. I need you to do this for me." She had to hold. She had my uncle hold me down while she pricked my finger. And when they realized my sugar was high, they took me to the hospital. And then they kept me for they kept me for a week to, like, get everything under control and teach me how to do everything. And then I had to go to Hershey to for more training and learning. So I was out of school for like two weeks and then I finally went back and I, 
Apparently people thought I died. <laughs> it's really funny how you guys talk about this, because I remember being eight or nine and seeing my uncle test his blood sugar because he was diabetic. And I was like, me next. My... I lost my grandfather pretty early. Um, I was in eighth grade. And he was diabetic, but didn't want to do the things that he had to do. I I loved the guy to death. He was like one of my like best friends growing up. One of my favorite pictures of me as a kid is me and him like standing on a pier fishing down in Florida, like near where I was born. And but still he didn't wanna like he just didn't want to give up anything. Like even to the point that they had to uh below the knee amputate both legs. And yeah, it it was it was scary, but I didn't have the best understanding of it. But yeah, it run runs in my family at the time that I found out. I think the the A one C was like six point maybe so it wasn't that high over what you know they'll start considering somebody diabetic because it's like 6.3 i think but yeah i i remember totally catastrophizing and freaking out when i like found out that i had myself. oh my god i'm never gonna be able to eat again i'm gonna die I remember I was venting to my sister. My sister was the greatest. Um, Because the doctor didn't give me any information, no resources, nothing. He just told me, he's like, you you, you want to, like, find a nutritionist where he didn't even give me, like, a referral to anybody specific. But I was talking to my sister. Um, she had gestational diabetes when she was pregnant with the nephew. She gave me all her paperwork because she's like a paperwork like hoarder. <laughs> she, you know, she keeps everything you know properly filed away in it. She just, you know, she knows how to organize. It. But she kept all of that paperwork and brought it over, and me and her sat down and went over stuff, and yeah. Then I realized, okay, I can do this shit. I was like, I got this. That's my thing. Um, basically, what you were saying. Um, at first, I was a little bit more, since I was a kid, I was more just, okay, I'm going to follow the directions. I'm going to follow the rules. But ever since I've been like an adult and taking care of myself, I've let it go really bad. And I'm still trying to like fix myself and get back on track. Like currently right now, I actually today just started on a new CGM 
um, to hopefully start monitoring a little bit better. So it's because last year, last October, I broke my humerus. And so now my shoulder and my, and my elbow are not fully like connected correctly. I have to have surgery and I can't have surgery until my A1C gets to where it needs to be. It needs to be below an eight. And I was at a nine and now I'm at a 10. And so I'm trying to get it down. I was diagnosed way back. And I remember the first thing I was mainly scared of was taking my insulin in public, like being at a restaurant, eating or at school or now even just at work. I have a hard time just wanting to pull out my stomach and take a take a shot or something like I don't know. I guess because my mom was an addict, I'm scared of being labeled. Oh, why is that guy shooting up over there? Yeah, but were you really going to do it in public open like that? If you're an addict, addict's going to try to hide what they're doing. That's fair. I mean, I'm not be the one to, because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm your buddy, and I'll be the one to say, fuck what anybody else has got with their health problems, man. Do what you got. I think it's like. I think it's more commonplace these days. Yeah. For people to have things like this, and people have more of an understanding. I think so. I've been in I've been in restaurants and just whipped this out and just you know stuck myself right in the middle of there. I do it sitting in like, well, back when we were in the office at work, so I've been home since it started. But I would just do it right there in front of everybody, you know. Yeah. Um, granted, granted, I am actually type two, so I'm I'm in non in. So I don't have to ask shots, but he did put me on a medication where I do have to do it. Okay, so you're kind of half and half, I guess. Is it's the a, way, that's at least a, the way I look at it. It's a, it's a once a week thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're one. Okay, so you're taking it once a you take I guess like a long lasting once a day once a week because I have I have like the short acting like the stuff I take at meals and then I have the long lasting that I got to take uh, once a day. So in, in total, I got to take four. In total, I take f- actually five five shots a day because of having to take two doses of my long lasting one and one in each and one of my short at each meal. Including that one, I'm on a total of three medications uh, for the day. I'm also on metformin and glipid. Careful on the metformin. Uh, my grandma was on that. Apparently, they were having some issues with it. I don't know. Uh, I know that's one that they just switched her off of. Just be careful. Issue that I... I will. The main issue that I had with it is it messes messes with my stomach. It's funny. uh, You guys talking, especially about diabetes, reminds me of all the memories of my grandfather. I was was nine. I remember (laughs) for some stupid fucking reason, he died. Eight days after my birthday and eight days before his. Me being the fourth, him being the 20th of March, um, 2007. Uh, diabetic and narcoleptic. Ooh. He was on Warfarin. I remember there was one time my brother was driving his wheelchair around, his motorized wheelchair. And uh, he scraped him on a tree branch. And I remember fussing at my brother, even being young, and saying, you can't do that. He's frail. And I checked his arm, and I was like, hey, he's not bleeding. 
and then he started bleeding like five minutes later and he was pouring fucking blood. I remember uh the only thing he had to have amputated was his pinky toe, but two strokes, four heart attacks. That last heart attack finally took him out. Don't get me wrong, I loved him, but he was an asshole. And thinking about him sometimes because I remember I would open up the fridge just to look. I would have it open for five fucking seconds. Valerie, you close that fucking door. And I'm just like, Papa, please. Please. <laughs> I'm just looking for something to eat. Being eight or nine years old. It's it's weird still thinking about things. But, from but I have, I have to be, wow. I know I have to be very cautious because I'm on that warfarin too. I have an underdeveloped artery in the back of my brain over in the cerebellum. I had a blood clot and had a stroke 10 days before my 24th. And yeah, I, I mean, I've been on that medication since, like as preventive maintenance, but. Basically, oh, you're saying you're at risk for any aneurysm, and if you have an aneurysm, game over. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they've they've had me on like this blood thinner since, and yeah, I haven't trust work. I haven't trusted it since, even at nine years old. And then learning throughout the years that there were different things of, were you on warfarin? Were you maybe entitled to compensation? I don't I, trust I it. started seeing that. He's switching me over to something else. I feel like that's like half the stuff I grew up with. Like what you said about like the commercials were like, you know, watch out for this. You could be compensated. I had a handful of stuff at this point in my age, like, Cause I know I'm not I'm not the oldest one here, but I think I'm right underneath. I think I'm right underneath Jedi. So it's yeah, like, Jedi. I'm, Jedi I, just said I, he's I just, Yeah, I just turned forty-five. God, and I'll be thirty-four. And wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure I get this right. Yeah, I'll be thirty-four this year and friggin' like fucking young. Four, three months. Oh lord, Clipper snappers. <laughs> yeah, turtle. While you while you guys are gone, we worked out that I am not only the youngest but the tallest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She, she, okay. She me by an inch. Yeah. Apparently, inches matter to a woman. They typically oh. do. You <laughs> <laughs> say that. You say that, but it has never mattered to me. If you know how to use them, you know. It's all on how you wiggle it. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. Oh. But Jedi, so Jedi, so one of the scariest things that I've ever had happen to me, though. So, a couple, like two years into whenever I was became diabetic, they got me started on an insulin pump, to because they said, oh, if you want to stop taking shots, you could just use an insulin pump. You just got to inject yourself um, every couple days with this thing, and then you'll just change out the the site and the you'll just have this tubing. That's the only thing you'll be have complicated and i was like all right yeah sure whatever and then the first pump it ran to its, its expiration date and then we went to a different one then 
I got to those adult years when I stopped paying attention to a lot of it. And I was do, I was still was doing everything as they said, but I let this pump go past its expiration date and I was still using it. And I was like, eh, the insurance isn't going to want to pay for a new one. Eh, let's just keep going and going. Eh, well, I let it go and let it go. And then a couple about a week or two of me feeling like shit, I, I ended up like trying to drive one day and things got really, really bad. And I was like, this doesn't make sense. So then my grandma ended up saying, get in the car. We're going to the hospital because something's up with you. I get to the hospital and literally I'm in there. They're checking out a couple things. And the next thing I know, it's three hours later and I'm up, I'm up and I got two IVs in me. And I'm, I'm like, what the world just happened? Like, what, what's going on here? Why do I got two IVs? And I try ripping one of them out and they're just like, you're keeping that in here. You're in DKA and you need to, you need to be taken care of. You're going to be in here for a little bit. Like, the fuck you mean? And they said, yeah, we found out that your insulin pump hasn't been giving you insulin for at least a week. Holy shit. To go into ketoacidosis. Mm-hmm. And that actually happened one time while I was working at Hardee's. I remember that. I sure was there that night. I was in, actually, I was the, so one time it like slightly happened at the store with you, Randy. And then the other time was while I was working at Waynesboro. I told Jane, I told James that something wasn't right and he started yelling at me and saying if you if uh if you didn't want to come to work then why did you even show up here and offer to come i heard about that and and, i literally i literally was driving from the waynesboro hardy's to the chambersburg hospital pulling over every 10 minutes to throw up I could have I could have shouted a few people off the cliff for that one when I found out about that I was not. Yeah, I was actually in the hospital for three days at, at that one. Oh, yeah, you got close to your freaking wife was like all over like make trying to get you to eat to get your content. Whenever yeah because yeah so Chad I one time my sugar dropped really really bad and me and uh, Corn here were working. Uh, working the back line, making food for people. And I legit thought that a unicorn was like a unicorn or something was fucking chasing this guy around. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I started saying stuff and my, my wife and him were all working with me and they were just like, um, yeah, you're going to go into that office. Here's some food. Here's a drink. And you're going to con- You're going to sit there and I'm going to check to make sure you- that all that food's gone. Stay the fuck in there and get your shit. Like, <laughs> Maybe because I'm fucking drunk, but that kind of shit makes me fucking emotional that people can when, treat others that fucking way. When I discuss fast fast food industry for you, when I started, t- yeah, that was only well, in it for I know that five months, but God, I, I had to fucking literally tell them I was fucking quitting because the managers wouldn't do shit about the dude who was sexually harassing me at every fucking shift. What you, what, you, what you got, Jedi? So, when I started taking that glipizide, um, apparently, I was taking too much. Um, well, I was told to take it twice a day. Once in the morning, once at night. Well, it had taken a couple of weeks to for this to start happening, but... 
it started happening every night where after I went to bed, I'd wake up in the middle of the night practicing. I'd be sweating, I'd be shaking, I'd be dizzy as fuck. I'd, I'd almost, you know, fell out of bed, you know, trying to get up. And I was like, wait a minute, I know this feeling. And I would t take my blood sugar. And one night I woke up and it was like at 40. Oh, I'm like, oh, fuck. So, you know. I'm raiding the fridge. I grab some of my roommates because, you know, myself being, you know, a little like I was being really conscious. And I, well, more that I needed to chop it. <laughs> but so I like grabbed some like orange juice from them quick and stuff. And, I just started documenting it after like the third night in a row that it happened. And then I started looking stuff up. I'm like, it's the flip side. It's gotta be. So I stopped taking it at night. My next doctor's appointment. Yeah. So how, um, how's the flip side working for you? I looked at him. I'm like, Sorry. I'm like, well, it's working better since I since I self-adjusted the dosage since you nearly fucking killed me. He looks at me, he's like, what happened? And I told him, why didn't you call me sooner? I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those things, you know, like... I Yeah, but but no, dude, that that crash feeling that sucked, and I remember like seeing and thinking shit like that too. Dude, lows are fucking crazy. Like, do you know what your lowest low has ever been? Is it that forty? I think it was that forty. You don't want to see twenty-two. You do not want to see twenty-two. I was in I was in middle school. And I hit that 22 in the middle of class. I don't know how I made it to the nurse's office to test my sugar. But whenever I saw the numbers, I was like, I w apparently I walked into that nurse's office and they were like, what is going on? And they said, I didn't even test my sugar. It was the nurse that tested my sugar. I'm surprised you walked into the office. Bro, so do I. Like, I'm they they, they said they of walking. They said they said I said did someone walk me down here because I don't remember getting here, and they said oh no no you walked yourself but I knew something was wrong as soon as you walked in here we started asking you questions and you were incoherent so we checked your sugar first, and then they started pour, they poured Gatorade down my down my mouth and then they sat me down. Bro, how the world I made it, I don't know. Big guy must probably watching over that. Not to get too religious here on Twitch, but it's the only thing I can think. Nobody was looking out for you. Shit. Dude, there's times that I don't know how the world things work out other than because 
because there's no other way that I could possibly think that I was able to walk from the second floor to that nurse's office on the first floor on the other side of the building. Making strides, man. <laughs> like, bro. Shut up. Dude, I, I think that's how I survived the house fire. I woke up in the middle of the night because I thought I heard a noise. And it wasn't until after that that the fire alarm started going off. Someone told me one time that they think that sometimes, uh, that there's a way that our loved ones still are have a way of like, hey, something bad is about to happen and tries to get some of our attentions with things. And I and when I really one night just sat and really thought about a lot of that, I was like, sometimes certain situations in my life, I could see like that that's a possibility. I don't want to say it for sure. And then someone say, well, why didn't it say, why didn't it save this? Why didn't it do this? I mean, I get that 100%, but I mean, in certain situations, I, there's, I can, I can put some truth to that. Maybe I could, I could, I could, I could conspire with that. But my grandfather is funny. Cause you know, he passed away here a few years ago, but, uh, when he is living in my, cause he had his mom's house right down the road. He would take us to school a lot of times when me and my sister were like, you know, straight up. Cause my mom just gave up after a while. So me and her started to slack and there'd be times when we go to school late. One morning he straight up, like he always would go in start and warm his car up and he would sit in it and wait. And he went out and he started his car up and he just like, and eh, I gotta go wash my hands. That was, was way out of character for him. He went inside the house and his car blew up inside the garage because it was spraying gas all over the motor. What? And we heard it blow up. We, I, I, I shit a brick. Like, what the hell was that? And then the fucking phone, phone rings. And he's like, "Yeah, I can't take you guys to school. My car, my car's not, my car's not running." I forget how he said it. <laughs> but we look out, and there was just this plume of smoke coming out from his garage. Like, if their car would have been outside, his house would have been destroyed. Like the the blast from the fucking car. Implo- like it, 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 it pushed the walls out from his garage. Like you know, like it, I forget how many feet of freaking concrete. It just like gone. But yeah, it's one of those weird things. Like you know, and even he, he was like, I never check. I never wash my hands like that. I never check my hands. I'm like, big guy was up there looking at you or something. Like my um. My sister's ex boyfriend had an experience like that on nine eleven. He worked in he worked in the tower. Jeez. And something dis like something like started disagreeing with his stomach on the way to work. So he stopped somewhere to dump. And uh you know, and then he was having trouble getting, like, he had just missed the bus that he was trying to get after that. Yeah. Yeah. If he did, if he, if he would have made it to work on time, he wouldn't have made it out. Wow. So, yeah. 
think there was some interaction. I mean, I'm not going to push anything on anyone, but there. I mean, I think that there's enough cases of things, of situations like that in just us four's lives to say that something is real. Something. I mean, I won't, I don't talk about it on the stream, but you know, you know, I have, you know, I have my thought on it. I've got something really interesting. I'm not going to mention like right now, but I'll tell you guys as soon as we're. Oh yeah. And I think we're getting to that point. How about final thoughts? Do, are we ready to call final thoughts? Tipsy corn. Do you guys got actually, before we do that, tipsy corn, do you guys got anything else for Jedi? I mean, you guys are pretty much encompassing everything I can think of. Do you think anything bounces around this fucking cranium? At <laughs> this time in the morning for me, it's pretty shot after the long day I had. You've known me this long, turtle. <laughs> Nothing happens up here. Just in, just in the middle, I know. Once it's too late. <laughs> just in the middle, I know. But, Jedi, I asked one way whenever we had his episode if there was anyone that he wanted to recommend to have on the podcast, and, and he recommended you. So let's ask you the same question. Is there anyone that you would like to recommend to see on this podcast someday? There is... Um, he's a he's a really good friend of mine in hockey. His uh, name is Raph Remick. You'll have to uh, put his. Uh, I, I I got him. I got. I said I have him on Twitch. I watch some of his stuff. Okay. Well. Pretty good guy. Yeah. You'll have to give me. You have to give me his stuff. Oh, Remy. Him actually. Yeah. I've heard his name a good bit. I've heard his name a good bit. Um, which uh, uh, me and him are actually playing through Halo Reach right now, like through the. You'll have favorite Halo game, and that's the one campaign I haven't played yet. Well, yeah, that's a good one too. I'll have to get his contact info. I'll have to get his contact info for me, and I'll we'll do that. Me. All right, sounds good. All right, well, Jedi. Uh, one more thing we need to do here on the closeout. So there is, of course, we are uh, we are su supporting Shellback Tech. And we, we are going to be doing a big streaming event for him here coming up. Rex the Killer 6, he is going to have a bunch of details. I'm not going to step on any toes and give a bunch of details before, but once we do get more, we will be uh, doing that. And we do got the 24-hour stream coming up probably mid-September, early October. And other than that, Jedi, it's been a very good pleasure having you here. Uh, I'll go ahead and post his link one more time. Thanks. It's been, dude, this has been great being able to hang out. I know you're normally on the other end. You're normally on the other end of this. You're normally the one hosting this stuff or co-hosting those these podcasts. This is different for you, isn't it? It is. But at the same time, I knew a little bit of, you know, I understood the mechanics. That's why when it was like, hey, if we got to shift the time around a little bit, I'm like, dude, yeah, whatever, you know? 
shit. Do you know how many times it's happened to me in like the six years that I was doing it? A lot, probably. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna kid you, Turtle. When you said this one last thing we have to do, my brain immediately went, yeah. we have to sing the goodbye song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And also, guys, we do got the link there for Shellback. And also, if you have missed any of the episodes up to this one, we are on Spotify, we are on Apple Podcasts, and also we do we ha- are working on getting on a few other streaming sites. I do know that we are on iHeartRadio. And all those links are on the link tree, which I still have not made a command for. Man, I'm a tor- terrible host, but it's all good. Well, it'll be coming. Let's go ahead and raid into somebody here. What do we got? What do we got? We are not going to raid into Amaranth. Not yet, no. Oh, God, no. Uh, <laughs> nah, I, I don't see Start up a boring stream just to keep you from doing that one. I'm like, Lord <laughs> Almighty. All right. I, I don't see anything. I don't see anyone that I want that we're going to raid into. It looks like it's just big, big streamers that I I watch. So, all right. Well, everyone, we'll be back. Pro- I might be. I might stream tomorrow night for TM for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, anyways, I'm until then, definitely gonna stream TMNT tomorrow night. All right, sounds good. <laughs> well then, hey, y'all have a good night. I will see you guys on the next one. Have a good night, guys. What's up?